Hello, this is Alex Waltz. And this is Paul Stortz. And this is Bitcoin Reservations. How's it going, Paul? How are you, man? Good. That was a very organic introduction. Right, right. Uh, how did the quality of your existence fluctuate in the last week? Let's see. I think most of the fluctuations were, were, were good. We had Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to everyone, listen, to both people who are listening. <laughs> um, and it's a time of expressing what you're thankful for and I don't know I'm thankful I'm thankful for both of our listeners right yeah I think there's free listeners. There's someone who texted me in private. By the way, the, the feedback that I keep constantly getting was that they thought I'm interviewing you. They didn't, they couldn't tell you're the yeah. co-host. You know? Well, you know, I have many reservations about this show already myself. So I, I have Bitcoin reservations, reservations. I think people could pick up on that. Right. Well, you said specifically, I'm looking for someone who doesn't need to do a podcast. Let's bring a better context. Let's, let's bring up <laughs> context. So what ended up happening is that uh, I, I really wanted to do a podcast and I've tried doing one before and I was really pissed off that I couldn't be myself, dude. I was doing exactly what everyone else is doing and trying to sound like everyone. But I don't talk like everyone. I like to talk about drugs, about hookers, about all these things. And I feel like I was pulling back. So I said, you know what? I need a co-host and I wrote this creative brief, which if people request for us, for, from us, I'll share it in private. And there were some things there that, that I, on requirements, one of them was that the co-host wants to do the podcast, doesn't need to do a podcast. And I sent it to a lot of people and then uh, it got to you. Yes. I don't know if I want to do a podcast, but I definitely don't need to do a podcast. So maybe that was the closest you could get on that line item. But, yeah, I um, guess so. They're really close yes. to each other. They, they like hate each other. And like, wait, wait, wait. Should we talk about Kraken versus Blockstream now? That's on. Okay, let's move there. That's on the list. Speaking of similar, similar companies hating each other. Are they hating or, each other? Or I don't know. What, what, give a bit of context. Give a bit of context. I don't know which. Um, about. Well, there was a long. Basically, Adam Back, CEO of Blockstream, is trying to convince Liquid, excuse me, Kraken, to implement their Liquid. Um, whatever you want to call, call it. it. Call yeah, it. I, yeah, I was going to say, should I call it Sajin? And, uh, and, <laughs> I, was like, and then I, was gonna, I was actually going to say the other thing, their custodial multi-sig wallet. And then I was like, well, I can't say that. And then I was like, should I just say sidechain? And then I didn't know what to do. Question, honest question. You don't yes. feel it's a sidechain. It, no, it clearly is not. And Greg Maxwell doesn't feel that way either. So that ought to be No, fuck way. Maxwell. Fuck Maxwell. Yeah. But why don't you emphasize a bit why it's not a, a sidechain? It was always... Abs crystal clear. Well, first of all, the original the original concept, and then we can talk about definition or whatever this or that. The sidechain idea arose as a solution to the problem of altcoins that weren't total scams. There was an era of altcoins that were just like the like copy and paste Litecoin, Feathercoin, that were just they were just copy paste, and it was just clear to everyone, Dogecoin, clear to everyone that they were just frivolities and they weren't they weren't real. They were just nothing that you could ignore but then it started to be the case 2013 2014 people started to have like some crazy ideas one early on was what was zero coin which now became zcash 
but that was also when BitShares and Ethereum were sort yeah, of starting. I, I have a lot of criticism towards that also because, but, but anyway, sorry. I'm not, I don't but I'm just to... saying this is the, the problem of altcoins. Like, you know, maybe Bitcoin's consensus rules aren't the best for everyone. Some people might plausibly want different ones. They might want Gasp and altcoin. And the block size of it was also eating up. So there was this, this question, what do we do about altcoins? And the answer was the side chain. We'll have an altcoin, but there won't be any coins there. Question. And we'll send who the bitcoins there. Who came up with the, who, 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 who can you identify that wrote first about side chains and use those words? And well, this is an interesting question. I know that there was a, there's a question of, there was first the question of the one-way peg. This is how it was originally framed. Give, give me a year of reference. Though. I think this was like December 2013. I don't have any idea, honestly. There was a Luke Jr. IRC chat. And I don't know if I want to reveal this so that people will swarm the IRC or try to find there was, there was logged at one point. Yeah. And I mean, if it's public, why not? I, I think it like... was Bitcoin Wizards, December 2013. And then it was all framed in terms of the one-way peg or the two-way peg. And someone said we could do the two-way peg back with SPV mode. Can you explain something? Very and high that level. Is... One second. Can you explain in very high level what the one peg and the two peg means? Just super, super high level. Because the, the one peg time? was this idea. You have two pieces of software. The second piece could be watching Bitcoin. Bitcoin Core. And you could do something in Bitcoin Core to destroy your coins. Counterparty actually did this. You destroy the coins, and then that software will credit you the same number of coins there. And then you have moved them in, in one, but that only works in one direction. So the big thing was, could you do something over there, different consensus rules, different owners, coins moving around, and have new people say, I want to redeem these coins one for one back on layer one that's like the big thing so then they exchange at par forever okay good you explained the the, the, the pegs thing now getting back so the first time you could think about this being mentioned was an irsc channel now the original question that i asked you was was the definition of a side chain did you actually ask one? me that i did and then you went on a rant anyway okay. let, let's get back to it that's fine that was still relevant context so what's a side chain and why are we not calling liquid a side chain I have my own answer, but the original sidechain concept was this answer with the altcoin. So it was originally a sidechain was a blank altcoin that you could send Bitcoin to and receive it back from. So the alt sidechain was supposed to be like an altcoin simulator. It was this technology when you used say to create that, these blank altcoins. When you say that, that's a bit confusing because that, that when you say an altcoin, I feel like that's a different blockchain altogether, but a sidechain is not necessarily that. Well, it kind of is, but not I necessarily. I think it would be its own blockchain all, in almost all cases. So then the side, so, so when you say side then, is just because it has a pipe between it by some way. That's they would the be running along, alongside each other. I don't know why that word fell into it at all. Okay. So anyway, let's get back on track right now. So uh, by, uh, I, I guess. Yeah, another, so it was clear. Or it was can I add something here? Yes. The reason why I was think, or what I thought you were gonna say, is because uh, in in Liquid you can't really get in and out without any permission, right? So it's it's not like completely trustless, I guess. So I, I thought that's what you're gonna say, and that's why you don't want to consider it a sidechain or something. No, like that. and it's just that's not why I don't consider it a sidechain at all. Okay, I'm, but it is custodial, and that makes it yeah. sort of meaningless because everything in Bitcoin that's custodial is like a, f a shadow version of it, what it should be. 
I don't know. Okay, let's get back to the tweet right now. So uh, Adam Back, the CEO of Blockstream, who has a site they in which you don't want to call a site. Yeah, they, they worked on this thing called Liquid. It was always supposed to be like a temporary slap together thing. It's like if you were going to go to the moon and you decided to test it underwater, the space shuttle underwater first on Earth, which like they did. They trained astronauts in like, in like the, the G-force simulator room or whatever, you know? the giant centrifuge and then the giant swimming pool or something so and then this is like if instead of going to the moon they just stayed uh in the swimming pool and said okay now we are an actual space company and this is our spaceship so that's why i think it's just ridiculous because this was always supposed to be like a slap together cosmetic thing that would only appear to be a side chain and then they got they really derailed completely and they started saying Oh, this can replace ICOs. This can replace Ethereum. This can do everything. And this is full blown, like completely derailed from what it was originally supposed to be, which was just Liquid was just supposed to be this slap together thing that had all the all the custodians would just be exchanges. So you, instead of just trusting one exchange with your coins, you would now trust, you know, M of N. And so the trust model wouldn't be that different. You're only going to move the coins from one exchange to another. Now it's like turned into this like full-blown thing that is still fully custodial. The custodians are still anonymous. We don't know who they are. As far as we know, it's just 15 private keys generated by Greg Maxwell's laptop um, that he says belong to other people. There's no, none of this is auditable or transparent or a lot of it, some of it is even open source. Right. So the whole thing is like a giant farce. Anyway, what about the tweet? What, what is exactly what the fucking tweet? So the, the CEO tweet of is this so funny awful because, company, what, no, what, tell, what, what, say what he fucking did. You have to say what has happened in the tweet. No, but he was basically begging, you know, he's arguing um, strenuously. So Adam Beck, the cypherpunk, is going, Kraken, please, please, pity, yes. please, pity, please, can take my uh, integrated liquid. Is that what he was doing? Do you really think that that's you've never heard Adam Beck speak before? You think that's the accent? Oh, I heard. He has? No, he has no. like a he has like a British accent. I know, I know. I've heard him. I've heard him. I talked with him once at a conference, like for ten minutes, something. So. Oh, I used <laughs> to be. I'm so sorry that you did that because I used to be able to do. I was doing impressions of people, and I had like a decent Adam Beck one, but I can't. I can't do it now. I have to concentrate. Oh, anyway, anyway, getting back on track. Getting back on track. Yeah. So he's begging them, and what's happening? So he's begging these guys no, to like integrate just, his. It's funny because they're like, well, you know, it's not really a big deal. It's not really, it's not really a priority for them. Um, he's, and Adam is framing it as being really good for Bitcoin. But the really funny part of the whole exchange is that eventually Pierre Rochard, um, what does he say? Should we just read it? I don't, I don't, we don't have the. I like, I like at some point, something. take care of your own business. <laughs> he says that. I think yeah, well, he so says funny. that, which is, yeah, that, that might be the best actual part, but he says something Just like, your, in a, your enterprise sales strategy is as innovative as the products you're selling or something. But let's look it up so we can just read it. So I don't want to I thought you're going to bet. Anyway, you know what? Uh, regarding your earlier criticism about the lining, the, 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 sorry, about uh, liquid railing, I don't think that's something bad. I think that's them being smart and being able to transform that in a product that caught on and people are using. And uh, yeah, I, I don't wow. think you need to have this purest view of what things should be when you build. No, but see, that's the point design. is it's not, no, no. What, how can you even say that? This point is not to have a purest view. The point is the original problem is unsolved. So they're not actually on the moon. They're just yeah, a stupid so, swimming so, pool. So, so who cares? I need to get to the moon. A different problem. People I need to are get using there. Their thing. 
then you why no, don't you get to the moon? I am doing it. That's what yeah, I'm doing no. with drive chain. So I don't why know. would you even ask? But I, I just think it's right. stupid that all these people actually think that this is a space exploration company and they they just explicitly gave up on that. I know it's the same thing we talked about last time with the lightning. Is this person? The tweet is your enterprise sales strategy is as innovative as the technology you're selling. Mic drop. Yeah, mic drop. Yeah, basically. And then we have all kinds of other stuff, and people are saying that you know um, that this is this technology is good for Bitcoin and good for Bitcoiners. Then then Adam back really. Then people on um, the large blocker world got got a hold of. Something he said at some point, he said something like, um, we're going to need this to offload transactions because fees might go up soon. And then all the, you know, all the, the Bitcoin cash people, et cetera, were like, oh, yeah, who cares about fees now? What, you know, I want to address pop the champagne. I want to address something. You, yes. You have a bit more tangents, tangents with the big block world than I do. I just want to put that out there. I don't want it that, that hated. I'm okay with shitting on people, but I don't want to be like, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. The, wait, the unacceptable thing is to talk about them at all? You have to pretend they don't exist? Is that you what know, it is? It's just that, that, that you, you give them too much merit, like, like you even like how you quoted them. Like, I would never quote someone on the street that's like a bomb and doing heroin, right? It's like I wouldn't even quote him, but, but if you're quoting uh, them, so you're giving them importance. Just want to just wanna address that. Well, we're just quoting, we're just, we're quoting Pierre Richard and uh, Adam Beck. Yeah, but you say the big block world. I'm just, you're, you're, I'm just trying to say you're making them legitimate, all right? I'm just trying to put it out there. Just well, so people don't. I don't understand why there, I think the hatred of the large blockers is more than 50% um, like a vicious scapegoating and bigotry. They don't really understand what they're saying when they say I, that. And in I, fact, I, you were criticizing Roger Veer last time. Everyone who criticizes Roger Veer, I think, is just new. That's what I think. Because there was a very brief time ago, 2015, everyone was friends with each other, including most people being friends with Roger Veer. And so when then it's only this new thing started about like, oh, everyone, these people are horrible people and you should never talk no. about them. And so when people jump right into that and they say, oh, yeah, um, XYZ, these people are fake people, or we shouldn't talk about the large blockers or the big you block know, world. You know I just think is, that person is new. That's all I think in my head. And I don't what? say it in a disrespectful way. I just think this person just doesn't know any better because they got here in 2017. Well, let me tell you why that's not actually completely true. And I'm, I've, I've been here more fucking way before 2017. I'm just here's letting you know that that's like what I hear when people say something. Okay, let me, let me, let me articulate it very yeah. clearly, all right? The problem with Roger Veer, which again, I'm not saying like he didn't do any good things or something like that, is that there's certain things that he's super disingenuous about. Now, he, there's some things I'm sure he's just ignorant about, as anyone is about certain things. But there's certain things which is so obvious that he's blatantly lying about, right? And that's, that's why people hate him. Now, I don't think he should be hated for everything. I don't think he's an awful human being. I don't fuck, you know, I didn't meet the guy. I don't want to, like, put down whatever he did. I, I, I'm really sure he has the most honest intentions. He, I, I'm sorry, I'm sure he has some honest intentions, but some of his intentions are just bad. Like, I, they're just like the thing that he robs. He's like, nah. they're like that. And it's obvious. <laughs> really? It's like obvious. Which, like, what, like, which ones? I mean, we can just go on his Twitter and see all the things that he's lying about. Like, he's blatantly lying about. That's why people started hating him. 
And no, yes, like about what? There's, there's really only, the one big lie is the attempt to frame Bitcoin Cash as the real Bitcoin, which he I takes mean, on, that, but that takes on such a desperate character so so rapidly that I don't I don't even see it as that menacing. No, but, it's not um, about being menacing. It's not like the effects are very bad because he's doing it very. He's not very tactful. He's not doing it very well. But the problem that I'm trying yeah, to say. What is, is the what is the other what are what are like lies? Everything regarding that and Rana, like how he started lying and, and the way he uses the name and always trying to make it. It's like, you know, like when there's someone on the street stopping you and he's like trying to put a breast on your hand so you live with it. And it's like, why are you doing that? Like, I'm just pissed off if you do that. I don't like disingenuous people. So if he would be more like, I don't like Charlie Lee also and what the fuck he's doing with his toy fucking project, right? But yeah. at least <laughs> it's like he, he's not like trying to, to, to he's disingenuous in other ways, but he's not about it. That's why I don't like Roger. And that's why I think that's a big thing that he's disingenuous about. And he's being called out about it and he's acting really weird. And that's why. Yeah, I mean, I would think um, there would be a lot of, you would think that he would want to say something that, like, especially at this point, you want to say something like, well, you know, to people you want to say, well, look, right now, this isn't, this is considered a big underdog project and this is considered like a fringe position but you know talking about BC, bch and it's like you would think like that would be like the sell like but if you join now you can get in on the ground floor really cheap but to something that may have a great destiny or something but yeah instead he just kind of tries to say that this one is the real bitcoin which is there's a very there's no bizarre. argument there there's no technical yeah. argument there's just a lot of imbecility and like, like literally i could probably if i would take charge of that project i could make better uh, engineering decisions on it and i'm a fucking imbecile uh, well right? yeah and i can't i can't stand the engineering i can't stand the decisions made and with respect to bitcoin cash uh the decision to like launch it in august and then while segway2x still exists that seems like just asking for failure of the, the hard fork transition and then just like randomly moving to it in November. And then why are there so many? The last time I checked, there were over five and a half thousand. This is a long time ago. There were over like five and a half thousand commits, like different between um, Bitcoin ABC and Bitcoin Core. And I was just like, why? There should be like two, you know? It should just be this exact same code with like a little patch set that just patches the block size and SIG ops and the hard fork date and that then they, then they would never have been reliant on Armory or any of these other people that would right, have again, skipped like all the, kinds of problems. Right, but it's so they made all kinds of absurd mistakes. Yeah, because that, 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 that's a fucking joke of a fucking project. That is, it's, it's yeah, even I think worse they than didn't take the, the problem of hard forks seriously enough. Certainly. I don't think they understand what the fuck they're doing. I think, I, by the way, yeah. there's like quite a big community that's, of Bitcoin that could be cash in, 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 uh, in London which I've been to some of those meetups. These people are clueless, son, clueless. Oh they don't know how to, they don't I've know how to use to. a fucking computer. They're fucking imbeciles. Like, look, and you know what? I, I don't care what they think, but that's the fucking truth. So that's why every time I hear that, I really feel the need to, to you know, to like just destroy yeah. it with a finger because that's what it is. That's right? a good, and, that's healthy. I mean, I just say to everyone who's listening, I think it is fun. I've been to all kinds of, you would never even believe it, uh, all kinds of different, especially when I was in San Francisco. I go all kinds of different meetups, like Bitcoin SV meetups and all these other meetups. And I'm not surprised. Yeah, that. it's really something. And if most of the time you do leave thinking, like you go and you're kind of like, this 
seems like a terrible idea, but let me just see what they have to say. And you, Do you know, like you uh, almost always leave thinking like those are the craziest fucking people in the universe, and they are doomed. I mean, you, you know, like there, there's these people who believe in the law of attraction in some weird ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, yeah. And there's like a group. I've I've happened to stumble upon groups of people like this. And the thing is, like, I, and the, the the weird part about it is because it kind of gives them some purpose, and it kind of like pushes them in that direction. So that's why they feel that that's working. But it's not like thinking about stuff works. It's doing stuff works, right? Anyway, but the point is, like, they 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 they, they live in this weird world. And they have these biases, and they're just so detached from reality. And it's like, wh- what can you do with these people? Like, you can't talk about anything with them. They're always going to shift it to this whole thing they have here, right? And that's what happens with these Bitcoin cash people. They're like, they're very, they, I, I, I think it's very factual to say that the average EQ there is be on, below 100. Like, I'm serious. Oh, come on. That's not true. All the Bitcoiners are already, like, way on to the extreme, and then there's all this other stuff. Do you have any idea, like, how low this... I think once you get to 70, you'd be shocked at the at the actual range. They have like examples of like the vocabulary of someone who would score like 70 or something. And they like have trouble using the word summer in two different sentences. Or something. Exactly. Like, it's so, so you're proving my point. It's underneath the, it's below fucking 100. The people who don't know fucking shit. Anyway, fuck the Bitcoin okay. cash people. I don't, I don't even, right. I, I, okay. I don't know. Are there, wait, are there any bullet points that we may have to purge if you... No, this was remember. the this was the one with okay. the with the stupid liquid integration. I quoted from somewhere that on the Twitter. Okay. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, you have really great phrases in the bullet points. Yeah, I'm I not sure how accurate they are. But. You're trying to you're trying to say I added that bullet point. That's what you're trying to say right now. Uh, I don't remember writing these phrases. I I don't think I I I'm no, the I one said, who had like a chip bu- on his shoulder. a bullet point. I just don't think I'm the one who has the chip on his shoulders when he comes to fucking side chains. Just putting it out there, okay? Okay. Not that there's anyone here in this conversation having that. So I don't know who wrote it. Um, Well, I I definitely said add this to the list. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, anyway. Did I write Um, pitched battle on the stupid liquid integration? Did I actually write that? I saw I was black, I was wrong, and I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't seem like a phrase I would use. I don't know what were you. If I would have wrote that and I wanted to be disrespectful, I would have done it like way more. Like I would have been okay. stupid. I would have been more. So that's how I know it's not me. Anyway, so um, where were you drunk? What? No, I've been so many times this week. We had Thanksgiving. So what did you like? Where did you just party family, family or something? Yeah, oh yeah. So you went home. No, I have a other family that live here in the great state of Florida, and I was with them. Oh, I see. I see. So what do you guys? A little closer. Do like just well, do you know how much you know about Thanksgiving? I know you guys killed some people and it wasn't nice and they were celebrating yes. like assholes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Theoretically, it's a celebration of friendship between Native Americans and pilgrims who are arriving from England because they had a feast. They had all their feasts together because Native Americans taught us how to grow corn or something. I don't really know what the actual... Um, you know, how much of that is true? Probably none of it. But um, yeah, so you're supposed to on Thanksgiving, it's considered extremely improper to do any work on Thanksgiving. So even the most workaholic people should not work. And they you go and visit your family, including people that you don't see very often. So often it's very stressful. And everyone tries very hard not to talk about politics and mostly does a good job because that is not 
polite oh, to talk about. Good. And then everyone, and the, oh, the big deal with Thanksgiving though is the the hosts, and especially women. You know, this is just 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 saying what it is. Um, that they're supposed to like spend like the whole day like cooking all kinds of things, especially especially turkey. Mm-hmm. And other things. There are other you things. You know like what? That sounds awful. What you're describing there. Yeah. Look, I had I had this girlfriend at some point, right? Yeah. And she's telling me we have to go and hang out with my family, and uh-huh. then and I'm like, okay, sure. I I didn't mind that, by the way. I was getting sometimes really awfully weird with her family. But she's like, but there's this aunt that I don't want to see, but we have to go. So I'm like, yeah. why the fuck are we going if you don't want to see the aunt? Because we have to, and we got in a big fight mm. because that what bothered me was that she wanted to do something she doesn't want. Right, uh-huh. Well, you so know, I, let me unpack. Do things like I this. can unpack that for you a little bit because it's like insurance, you know, you pay the premiums. You don't want to pay the insurance premiums. You'd rather just have money. But, you know, your family is there for you if something bad happens. And, you know, we'll all be ever, ever, not everyone is the most likable all the time. And so this is like a thing that is a more stable kind of fitted I don't think that's a dynamic that's happening there. I think there are a lot of people who have like very specific family members who they are close with. And with these ones, they always pick the time. I think what's happening is people don't want to be seen as not being okay with some parts of their families, which everyone yes. is. No one likes all the members. So what it, that's, it's not a hedge for that. It, it's just a fear of being seen as something else. And it's a fear of confronting things you don't like. I think that, that's what no, was happening. I kind of think it's different. I think it's like if you are going to see, you know you're going to see them every year. This is like an incentive for you to be friendlier to them and like make peace with them. See, what, that doesn't make sense to me. It's very simple. Like the people who I want to see, yeah. I see them. Like if I wanted someone every yeah, day, but repeated interactions help you to know that you will be interacting with them. So Again, that, it that doesn't trust. make sense to me. What makes sense to me is like the people who you want to spend time with, you already spend time with, right? I don't like, again, this fakeness thing. And which I, don't, mm. I don't understand why people do these things. It just blows my yeah, fucking mind. Yeah, but it's only, mind. it's not, you know, it's only once a year. It's only just a little dose. Because sometimes people it's need, a, they need to get like back on their feet. They have, maybe if someone has no friends, how do you make your first friend, you know? You got to start with your family and like move, on, move it up. I'm not, I'm not. What That's why I'm I say it's like say, insurance. Yeah, I, I mean, look, family has a lot of merit. Right, and and you should go. I don't, I don't go and hang out with your family. What I'm trying to say is that if you don't like someone on the like if there's someone on the street that jerks off while you walk by, you're not gonna forcibly <laughs> make friends with him because you have to. It's like that person jerks off on the street. True. That's awful, right? So yes. why the fuck do you do this with other people just because they share more DNA with you? That's that's very stupid. You know what I'm trying uh-huh. to say? No, because it's um, it's uh, it closes the loop. Like if if you come from DNA that wants to do that then you'll want to do it yourself you'll benefit from it and you'll also want feel compelled to do it so yeah, i think that's that's theoretical i think like again i think a lot of these family gatherings a lot of the time they're just to be there they're not like organic they're not like everyone needs to be there mm. and i think well, overall, you know, i think like it's a lot of people do find it to be a chore and there's a complicated thing that some people complain about a lot you well, know comedi- you comedians complain about it um they're always onto something, right? But um, I think it's also like, it's good if you have too much of a routine, um, shake things up, interact with a different group of people, see how you do, see what's new with people. 
Um, yeah, and also people like to often take photo, family photos, things at that time. Kind of an excuse. They do that for Christmas. My, my specific thing is the reasoning behind. My specific thing is like, if you there's something in your heart that says, mm-hmm. "I'm not happy to walk through that door right now," okay? Then don't. Well, sometimes people just kind of when they walk through the door anyway, it's kind of like maybe they weren't really being honest with themselves about. I don't think that's what's happening. I think think what's happening. You really think think some people are like, they dread this so much. It's like going to the dentist or being tortured or something. I'm 100% sure. I'm 100% sure. I'm going to do it anyway. And I think what ends up happening at the end of the day, they fucking hated it there. They had some opportunities cost or something and some things they would have mm. rather done. And then at the end, they, they, they tried to like change it and be like, oh, actually, I ended up having a nice conversation with the uncle who I've... No, you didn't. You're just trying to make your, yourself feel better. It, it's mm. like the same thing when you bought a new pair of shoes and, and you know you shouldn't have bought them, but you can't return them. So now you're like, oh, well, I was going to start running anyway, right? I yeah. think that's what's happening it's most sour of the grapes. time. Exactly. exactly. It. But it's a reverse sour grape pretty much. Well, yeah, but it's the same concept. Yeah. But um, the... So, so that's how I feel about all these things. And, and I, I notice yeah, with a lot maybe, of Maybe, I don't know. Maybe my family is just super great. I mean, we always just get drunk and have a good time. Yeah, I wasn't trying to talk about your family. And again, I'm not saying like even so... They no, but you're right though that people would tend to lie about how great the Thanksgiving was just out of a desire not to insult their family also. So you'll never really know for sure. Yeah. I guess if who was having a good Thanksgiving, if anyone. Well, there you go, you know, and I'm yeah. not trying to say like there are, there, maybe there are moments there that are good or something. I'm not trying to put that down. I'm sure there are. It's like just people, right? Work together. It's, it's nice to be around with people most of the time. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of disingenuous yeah. going on. And I think, that, I think it's just this weird facade of like, we're, the reason we all are together here is because we're supposed to be really honest with each other and care about each other. But somehow there's this facade we have to put on. It's so contradictory. Like it just boggles my mm. brain, you know? Well, you know, sometimes people could do things. We were talk- I was talking about, we were talking about last time about culture just making you do things mm-hmm. and maybe not in your best interest, but maybe being yeah. in your best interest. You were saying like, oh, and I was agreeing. You don't know, these traditions, maybe they have some really important thing and life would be much worse if you took them out. I think so I don't know. Should- yeah, so this is a Thanksgiving like tradition. So it's like I'm just this is like it is what it is. It's it's relatively harmless. It is only once a year, so. Well, that's the thing. I don't know. I I guess the disagreement is like I think that's more harmful, and it makes you feel. I don't know. You know Maybe I you just the, had this a bad experience or something. I don't know. I don't think I've had bad experiences because I uh, I first of all I've never been to a Thanksgiving dinner because I was never in the U.S. when this was happening, um, but I've, I I just saw a lot of people who. You know, I think the worst thing you can do for yourself as a human being is bottle things up inside. I think that's the worst thing, the worst. Huh. And I think every really little tiny thing, I, as far as I'm concerned, but yeah. I think in every little tiny thing you bottle up in your side, even if you're, you didn't like your socks today, even if you didn't like how your girlfriend looked at you, even if you didn't like, like all these things, I think they're going to end up like, like, like fucking you over somehow, right? And you don't see mm. it. And I think... Every little, fi- whenever there's an instance you have to bottle up things and you can't, like, if you, if you have to go somewhere, you can't fart, right? It, metaphorically, <laughs> that's going to hurt really bad if you do that a lot. And you, and, and a lot, I, really? Well, it's a metaphor, I don't know. So I think what if you want to, like, go to, like, a play or something? Right. Anyway, the point is that I think like when, the, the when there's an environment where you can't, where you, where you have to keep things in, I think that's the mm. worst thing I could do for you as an individual. And as you are a human being, right? And um, I'm not saying like all family gatherings are like that. I'm not saying all families are like that. I'm sure not. But it really feels like this holiday type things. They really have a good premise for that. 
And I'm just saying, like, why would sure. again? Why do you do it if you don't like it? That was my whole point here. You know. All right. Fair enough. I mean, again, I said sometimes you don't know what you really like. It is completely subconscious. So you may actually like it. You may like it, but you may like pretending not to like it, or it may have Maybe. some other thing. I don't know. Who knows? Okay. Great. <laughs> the point is, everyone is very thankful. Yeah, I like especially I'm the Grinch. I'm the Thanksgiving Grinch. Yeah, you are the Thanksgiving Grinch. Oh, the episode title? I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of these bullet points are obviously by you. Not incentivized, want to help Bitcoin ecosystem thing. We did that one. <laughs> Which one number is that one again? Four. Yeah, that, we already talked about that one. I was just saying about the writing. Okay. Um, do you want to do the one about the, <laughs> these funny explanations? <laughs> the, what the number teach, is that again? Teaching Bitcoin, number six. Okay. Do we want to so, do that? So I, I really noticed there's like this trend right now. There's a few things in Bitcoin that, that, that gets your dick sucked, right? Uh, metaphorically, of course. Uh, yeah. The, thing well, that gets your the dick culture sucked rewards certain things that are quite silly. Yeah, and, and the one of them is like, you have to show that you want to teach people, right? Like everyone is a fucking teacher, that's the thing. Everyone is a teacher, everyone that's cares about fine enough, though. I don't know, but there is something about this that is funny. I don't know what it is. Well, the thing is... This there, one, I think this one specifically is funny in a way that some of the other ones aren't. aren't so, are so, sort of there's the, so there's a Twitter account that's called Teach Me Bitcoin, Bitcoin Sun. Sun. Right, and that's already pretty funny. And, 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 and there's between... But some of them are okay. Yeah. Let me read it out. Let me read it out. Sure. So th th this is the specific one we're talking about. Son, what is a native cigarette address? <laughs> and uh, an address is not spelled the way it is in America. Anyway, <laughs> let's forget about that, right? <laughs> and then he goes like, hi, dad. Native cigarette, also known as bitch 32, is the latest step in address format. They start with BC1. What is that good for? It's good for faster transaction speed better scalability and even lower fees per transaction oh in that case and bc1 addresses like uh, address dot 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 so now i'm just i'm just thinking here if you have someone who doesn't know how to fucking spell address right even i know how to spell address, <laughs> yeah of course yeah and i have a problem with it. and 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 they probably heard this and it's probably a father it's an older person right and here's the somewhere and he's talking to his son and he goes like what's a native cigarette address using air we're using quotes right and the person yeah. goes like well, is the latest tip in address format. I mean, it's also just known like, as best 32. Like, what the fuck clarification <laughs> did that do? What did that do? It's like asking someone like, like, like what is mystery word X? And then they give you it's mystery word Y. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, okay. That's so now, dumb. Two things I don't know. Yeah. They start, well, he said, he said they start with BC1. So that was, uh, that was, that's what they call empiricism. Kids that he can use information from the senses to see if the address starts with bc you know that's not actually true they start with bc1q did you know that one is separating them but the version number one translates to q in this absurd address format that i i love um so they actually all start with bc1q look it up kids find it find a batch 32 address that doesn't start with bc1q and then Posted below when Alex cuts this clip to embarrass me, but they they start with BC1Q because the version number is a Q, because nothing's more intuitive than having Q be 
a, a human interpretable one for the first version of this. So one second, one. one second. Let me bring a bit of context uh, about addresses and whatever. And then when we get to the point of BC, uh, of these new ones, you step in and you, you know, and whatever. Okay. So, ad so addresses pretty much don't really exist in Bitcoin if you can't think of it, right? They're like this kind they of- do not. They're not, they're, none of them are on the blockchain ever. Right. So because- Something, Some other thing called the hash 160 is on the blockchain. Wait your turn, motherfucker. So the thing is when you have on the blockchain- I'm gonna drink a lot of water. <laughs> on the blockchain, you only have transactions that have an input and an output, right? And these things end up being scripts, which it's a bit more complicated. But when you talk about something, you use the word address. Now, the word address is like actually the worst word you can use because it makes people think that's something else and it's talk right now, so we're still using them. Anyway, and this address okay. seems to be different format. And there's the classical one, the one that starts with one, and then there's the ones that start with free. The ones that start with free could be a multi-sig address or, or a SIGWIT address. Now, when you say SIGWIT, that's also a bit complicated because there's native SIGWIT and then there's paid to script hash, which is also referred to as SIGWIT, yeah. right? And the thing is that um, when well, SIGWIT- Well, no, excuse me. There are also there are paid to script hash that are not SIGWIT. You know that, right? Three means yeah. paid to script hash and they worked out this way of fitting SegWit into that, but then they also came out with this new address for, for anyway, something that was native SegWit. So the SegWit thing, as everyone knows, there's like the Sig, which stands for segregated weakness when this update happened and we talked about it in the last episode, go check it out. And then it, it kind of became really obvious that SegWit being good, everyone needed to use SegWit. And it was the real SegWit, which was the BC1 addresses that the uh, Sun tries yeah. to explain the fodder. And then there's the, the, the fake SegWit ones, if I could call them. But anyway, why don't you explain? I know you have some criticisms on, uh, on the BC1. On uh, Bench 32? Yeah, 32. I, well, I think it's ridiculous to have. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. It was like, this is like, this is like if the autism spectrum designed uh, an address format because there are all these criteria about making it easier for QR codes and the poor computer has to do shot to six twice to do the checksum in a normal address. So they came up with this thing that is like faster to read over the telephone by some percentage point, but, but it misses a lot of the important things about addresses. One is that they are, they represent Bitcoin visually. So they are iconic. So people were used to the one random string of characters stop like 20 characters. They were used to that look. And that was even showing up in like television shows and maybe even a movie or something. You, you would see this thing, oh, it's a Bitcoin address. But these look just very different. So it throws away all of the, the goodwill and the, the marketing and the, the culture that had been built up which that's extremely valuable when you're trying to get the entire world adopt this as money. But in particular, the, what's absurd about them is that, that they all start with BC1Q and it makes it so that your eye just very visually, it's very difficult for your eye to see in to the first few characters of the address that are relevant. And the whole point of having start with a one or a two or a three or, you know, or some other thing like with um, in Zcash, there's the transparent and the, Z, the T addresses and the Z addresses and Litecoin with the L and Dogecoin with D. Um, the whole point is that this first, that first character packs a lot of punch. But with this, they have 
four characters that pack not, no punch at all. Um, and that makes it visually sort of tiresome to, to just look at the addresses, which I think is so bad all by itself that it, you know, it eliminates most of the other positive features. So they could have just replaced the BC1Q with like a four or something. Um, I don't even care, but I'm sure that that's probably P2SH on the test net, but it doesn't make any difference. You could still what use it because of four. Um, well, Sager is 141, is it not? Although, no, bridge 32, bridge 32. Oh, it had its own, didn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I found it. That's a good question. Zero Did you find it? Yeah, wait one second. It's it's called wait. Let me. One seventy three. Yeah, I I'm gonna show it in the in the Zoom box here. There you go. Okay. Uh, who who wrote this? William Maxwell. We need. Yeah, to I was gonna say William Maxwell. Exactly right. We need to we need to we need to put another bounty on this motherfucker. <laughs> what? Oh, well, from the from the whatever joke from last time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, yeah, just merchant. kidding. I got actually a couple messages about that. People are like, oh. Some people ask me like, what am I talking about? But really? then other people were like, oh, that's ingenious. I never heard of it. Because if you think about it, he says, Mercha says, you have to produce the, what does he say? The verifiable death certificate. F so it's clearly, but it's clearly a joke about the cryptographic witness that, because the death certificate is like the witness, the cryptographic witness of like, see what I mean? Like his parents, if, if he just got like hit by a bus or something, his parents could produce the death certificate. So it's like a joke. The whole thing is a segue joke. But I'm sorry that more people don't appreciate that. And that guy has a completely insane sense of humor. But that's clearly how I took it. Okay, anyway. so yeah, so why you link the BIP so that I can I was just curious who um who wrote it. Who wrote it. Yeah, of course. Well, as I say, I was like, you know, it's it's like this is, you know, when I look at Batch 32, you know, there's a famous clip. Maybe we should uh, link it. I don't know if I find it. Um, I, it's what was where the clip first? The clip is Steve Jobs fielding questions, and there's clearly some disgruntled engineer. And I think they killed the uh, open doc or something. You may know this clip, it's quite famous. And he says that Steve Jobs is a fucking fraud and he sucks or whatever. And what Steve have you Jobs been doing for the last uh, seven years? Yeah, he says something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he says he's clearly upset and he's clearly like a diversion to Steve Jobs' Chad. Um, and then Steve Jobs gives like his charming kind of magic CEO answer, right? But the answer is like, you have to start, we have to work from the user experience. And he's like, he knows there's gonna be a lot of good technology that it's just the timing won't be right or whatever. But when I, I, when I see the batch 32 addresses, I, I just think of the, the guy talking to Steve Jobs and, and I think that it's the, wrong, it's the wrong direction. So, cause no one, cause you wouldn't care about the, how iconic it looks, the old addresses, they have like a certain look. One second. And this is like, this is like. I want to drift a bit. I want to drift a bit. So uh, let me ask you this. Do you spend a lot of time on Bitcoin wizards and on IRC and all this thing? I used to. No, not, not in years. You're not, you're not active anymore. Though, but I used to, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Why don't you spend a bit? Well, I, I know why. I, I know you're getting. You're well, busy. you know why, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's no, not but I was thinking that's why, that why. It's because they are very predictable at this point. So instead of the 301 and 300 bit, did you read, write any other bips? Mm, or did you even no. wrote those ones yourself? I wrote 300 and 301. Okay, okay. I was just curious. Anyway, uh, side note. Okay, so then the, 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 the BCH one, you don't like it. Yeah, 
I don't know what to say about it. I think the, the, the I think it's mostly harmless. I just think it's it's absurd that they went through all this trouble for something that I think is clearly worse, but I don't think it's like a huge deal. So wait, one but second, of course, everyone's saying it's so great. So when you're doing this, so when you're doing a normal address, you you get your 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 elliptic, you get your 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 point, right? The public uh, key, the, the which public is key. almost always compressed these days. All right, and then you have to do two shots on that, right? You have to do a ripen D and another shot. Anyway. No, 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 you do a sh one shot and then one ripen D. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, sorry. So then when you- Then you do two shots later for the checksum. That's yeah. the human readable part. Okay, so then what is different in, the, in this process? How is this different for the bitch 32 one? Or is just like the last two steps are, are different or they're not different at all? The crucial thing is the script. I'm not, okay, I don't know if anyone will care or even follow this, but the, on the blockchain is only that thing that I called the hash 160, which may, mis, may mislead people itself, I don't know, because that's also the operation of uh, taking a shot to 56 and then right from D160. But the point is, there are these bytes on the blockchain, and then when you want to spend, there's a script. So the script says, if you want to move these coins, you want to unlock this UTXO, you must give me the thing that when I hash, when hash becomes in a certain way, becomes these bytes. So you must give the public key and hash it. And when that thing, um, when that thing signs this transaction, the signature comes from this public key. So you have to give it something that is a public key. And and that it matches the what will be these bytes, the hash 160. So there's a string of bytes in a little script. And what matters is the script. And the script tells you, the script just tells you what it is. And then you, if you have the public key and the private key, you will be able to produce a signature and you'll be able to also reveal the public key. So you will then give it the script what it needs to unlock. And so, um, Again, as you were saying, the addresses themselves are not actually on the on the blockchain at all. Maybe I was saying that I don't know. But the point is, the addresses aren't I in said the blockchain. It first. <laughs> yeah, so the the addresses aren't in the blockchain. So there's no BCH one. The a question is why? Oh yeah, well this is silly when the person says it's good for faster transaction speed, better scalability, even lower fees for transactions. The reason that the fees are lower is not because of any kind of efficient compression. And in fact, the batch 32 addresses are longer because they don't use mixed case. So they're actually, the addresses themselves are bigger. But as I just tried to explain, the addresses themselves are not on the blockchain at all. The script, the efficiency comes from the script and the, and the witness data, right? Yes. And this, yeah. the, the, um, the address is just a way of talking about those bytes that are on the blockchain in a way that minimizes human confusion and exactly. typos yeah. but it's really just whatever bytes are there that is the key for the public that for the, this key pair situation i have a tangential question i remember uh at some point you couldn't so right now you don't put a public key just like that right because and i, I know there was to be this um in, sorry in a transaction you don't just when you are spending to the address you do not by convention you don't put it there I guess so you I, could, and I, you know, I don't know. I've never really looked into So that. I remember at some point that I was reading on Bitcoin Talk a long time ago 
that the argument was that in case there's some quantum thing, mm. right? It happens and, to be, I think, an unexpected benefit. Yeah, but, but actually, I think Peter Wooler wrote a post like last year. And he, well, he explained that actually is it's stupid, right? It doesn't make any sense. And also the thing is that, um, isn't Genoa actually not going to do that anymore? Isn't Genoa just going to have the public key pretty much there? I don't know. I, w I would be interested in that because I've always okay. wondered that myself, like, isn't it a waste to put 20 bytes? I wish um, I would find this. this, this but I have actually never, I don't want to say it because I haven't looked into it at all. But I've always wondered why put... And right now, the script has 20 bytes, and then later on, you'll have the whole entire public key, which will probably be compressed, and the signature. But couldn't you have just put the one public key in the first place, and then you would never need the total across all things would be less, you would think. I really would want, I'm trying to find that post right now. He explains it. Well, yeah, on Stack Overflow, I kind of remember what you're talking about, right? I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I know I saw it on Twitter. Anyway, even uh, if we tweet at him, I don't think he's going to answer it now. Anyway, maybe we can take But yeah, there was an interesting thing where quantum computers may at some point be able to take the public key and figure out what the private key is. But it just so happens that since that'll take them a while, and since Bitcoin transactions send to the hash of the public key, as I've just tried to explain. Um, they won't know what the public key is until the next person spends it, so it'll be too late. And uh, so it just happens to be like quantum proof, but I think that that was just kind of a, maybe a lucky coincidence or an unintentional thing. Yeah, well, the thing is like, I think that was, that was, that was just again folklore, Bitcoin folklore that got passed around and actually- Yeah, that was, was there was definitely folklore that just got passed around. Yeah, that's really exactly what that was. It. I really wish I would find that post. We're, we're going to try to look for it for, for next time. Yeah, okay. How the fuck did okay. we even got on this tangent? Because we're talking about this, uh, the guy, the dad, teach me Bitcoin oh, yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's all. You just had one criticism to, for Bitch32 addresses. The, the appearance and the absurd number of bytes. There's no using one is not the version number. Q is the version number. Like... Wow, I feel it'd be like tortured to death or something. These are like insane decisions. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it should just start with a four instead of BC1Q. I would like that better. I had no, I, it's pretty obvious we're not going to use addresses in the future. It's so, it's like, I know, there's not going to use, no one's going to use any addresses of anything. Yeah. So, yeah, it is like IP addresses. It, so. It's like, you know, that's an, some... yet another reason why it's silly to do. Well, I don't know if it's silly. Uh, anyway, but you know, it's like, you know, like a lot of people right now, some people still know, know how to use Wireshark and scan for packets, right? But it's like, it's a very like fucking low level thing to do. You know what yes. I'm trying to say? Yeah, that'd be like the people with this. I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, so with SegWit, there had to be some designation to say this is a totally different type of output. Um, you mean so they had to do so what they say is we had to do a different address format anyway so we put a lot of thought into this one <laughs> and look how much easier it is to read over the phone that's that's like what they say i know you know what the thing is like i've heard that also and like that it's, it's it, the fact it's there's no um there's no fucking like capital letters and whatever yeah. but i don't I, I think this is the same as the quantum ar uh, argument like right, actually the so people silly. who thought about it i don't think they were thinking about it i think someone put it out there and the meme just get passed on. I don't look, I, I don't know. This is a bit too much over my head and I'm not sure. And I never looked that much sure. depth in those things. So um, segment is, I want to say one final thing though, that mm -hmm. the, it's only cheaper because 
in a this is like a jihan Wu. remember when he said the unfairly cheap thing um there's a different if a transaction is made completely with segwit with native segwit more of it is in the new extension block versus if it's completely in the old way all of it has to be in the old one megabyte block but if it's new with native segwit more of it is pushed away into the extension bar, the four megabyte bar. So what you're trying to say is that you're, the data is just gonna be discounted and that's why it's gonna be- The two transactions that consume the same amount of bytes and have, make your computer do the same amount of work, the segment one will be cheaper, but that is not as a result of any engineering efficiency in the slightest. It is the exact same number of bytes going over the wire and it is the same work done by your CPU, probably even more, but maybe not, I don't know. With SegWit, you know, decoding and recoding. Um, the, so the, the savings are completely, uh, I, I understand what Jihan Wu was saying when he said unfairly cheap, even though it's a funny way of putting it. Really what happened was the old ones are, are sort of unfairly over expensive. Right. Those are like quadruple charged. Well, they're not quite, but they're, those are overcharged. It's the same transaction, but it just consumes more of the precious one megabyte non-witness part of the block. And so the fact that the fees are cheaper when using native SegWit has nothing to do with any actual physics but that's not even or engineering. The, the cheapness comes from the fact that it's per byte when you put how much you pay per a unit of something. That's it's why it feels cheaper. For V byte. Correct, it's for B, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's not the same thing, I know, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that's why it gets cheaper, actually. Because I, uh, that's what I'm saying. But it's the yeah. same, you understand that the tra transactions, two transactions could be the exact same size. Yeah, one, both, they could both be 300 bytes, one native segment and one completely legacy. And this, this native segment one will be cheaper, but they, you know, they, it's 300 bytes over the wire. It's another, it's whatever entries into the UTXO set. And so it's, it's not cheaper because the transactions are more efficient at all. Yeah, I got it. I, 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 I mean, I kind of knew that, so yeah. But I think that's a very important clarification. I'm sorry. I think most people don't know anything yeah. like about that, so. I, I, you know what was weird? I, you remember, you know John Carvalho, right? I do, was, yeah. He was, I, I met him a few times. He's a really cool, cool guy, by the way. Anyway, he was like really vocal about Segwit and all these things, right? Do you remember the, the Roger Ver thing, the whatever, right? Two, yes. And I find it really funny. And again, I don't want like, Johnny's a very smart guy. I know exactly right? what you're going to say. But he fucking tweets like fucking a, know, few, like, like a few weeks ago. It was he just found very recently. Letter. Yeah, that actually, that was a block increase. And I was just like, yeah. dude, that's rookie. Like, look, yeah. I'm an idiot. And he was, so, and he was so against the block size. This like you know the any block hard fork block size increase too, so he was accidentally four one for years, but he had no idea. Yeah. I mean, what do you say? That was a bit cringy. Again, I, I like John say? a lot, and and he's a cool guy, and he's like very. But a lot guy. of people are like that. Most people don't see. I did a tweet, and I don't think most people just didn't understand it at all. I was I thought it was kind of clever, but I think it may have been too clever. Did you do it again? Did you piss people off again? Maybe no. It was a while ago when I was like um, I was like. I don't remember exactly how I phrased it, but it was something like in, in uh, 2017, the Bitcoin community um, were both, they were like, they were both rejected 
a block size increase and hard fork or and like increase the block size or something like that. So you never know which side the community is on. Like that was the joke of the tweet is like, which side is the community on? But most people were just like, what are you talking about? But the, you know, the block size increase was SegWit and the one that was rejected was SegWit2x. Yeah. But SegWit was a block size increase. Yeah, but in all fairness, like it, it took me, I think a few weeks to understand what's actually happening. And I, even right now, I don't think I got it. And the only way to really- No, but if you don't understand this worries, then you should never support or reject anything. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's valid point. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that you really have to like sit down and look at a transaction and really calculate the B bytes. Yeah, and you do. That's the only way you're going to understand it. And Which is torture. It's very it, difficult to do. Yeah, because I know what you're going to say because you don't have a calculator. In no, but I'll tell you, I have, I, there's one. There's a great, my favorite block explorer, yog.io. Look it link, up. It's great. Link it to me right now. Y-O-G-H.io. And it has everything broken down by byte. You're kidding it's me. the most marvelous thing in the universe. I can't find I don't it. Know Can you please it. link it? Y-O-G-H.io. I will link it to you, but that's silly that you need. Just I don't know how to characters. spell. I know how to spell. Oh, my God. I don't know. I really don't know how to spell. You don't. Yeah. I've seen stuff you write in the document. I'm, I'm not kidding, by the way. In there Romanian, everything sounds the same. Sounds as you read it. In Romanian, you have to like do some, you have to do like some kind of like Romanian time. No, but there have to be like a, like a Romanian holiday or something, you know, like Thanksgiving. R well, Romanian Thanksgiving. Well, we don't have Romanian Thanksgiving because we have I know, but to be thankful about some other thing. <laughs> you just need this, some other thing. Oh my God, this is incredible. Oh, if you mouse, you nice mouse over it, it's, uh, it uh, gives you whatever you're looking at. It does the Indianness correct. It does everything. Dude, ah, this is almost as good as the thing I showed last is it time. Good? Oh, oh this is so thing? good. Yeah, this, this is, great, is yeah. this is a really nice one. Nice find. Good job. Yeah, really yeah it's been my job. favorite block explorer for years. Oh my god, I've been looking for such this. a thing like this. It's, it's great. Oh, you want to know something really great? It's just like a mining simulator. It's super absurd and silly, but it's very fun to watch. If you go back up to the top. Wait yeah. one second. This what podcast is just going to be us looking at. Websites. What do I have to look at right now? Tell me what I have to look go at. Go up right to the right top now. and click Bitcoin Reader to go back to the main page. Mm -hmm. and click Mining Simulator. And then click like Start. No so way. Dude, this it is counts such the a good up. It's so funny. <laughs> this is the such silliest a, such thing a, ever. This is the best, the best education tool I ever came across. Isn't it great? <laughs> See, this is what I want and everything. Oh, this is so great. Yeah. Dude, you can even see the I time. First, the first time I started looking at Bitcoin, I was when I probably was 2013 or something. I was still in college. And I remember doing these things by hand, man, on a piece of paper and all of that. That sounds oh, terrible. <laughs> well, there was no other way to learn about it. Like, and yeah. I really wanted to understand. And I didn't yeah. even do them all. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, that's why I think, you know, these types of things actually help the security of Bitcoin because they make it very difficult for any attacker we they frustrate the attack, but yeah, but I guess it's just too big, you know, about having a hash calculator in Bitcoin. It's just too much. The bridge too far. Look, I, I, Think as of much the as maintenance. I like this thing, look, why don't you try to put a educational website up and put all these okay. things together? Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe we should do that. Okay. Maybe I will. Oh, look, you, you put here in the show notes, a, a, a from Washington post. I, it asked oh, me for money. God. 
It asked me for fucking money, dude. To read the article? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me explain to you. There was a Firefox plugin called Bypass Paywalls. End of explanation. That's all you need to know. Just install the plugin. It just and it just signs you into every media. Okay, so that's just part of the what you get on the show. Paul's wacky websites and Firefox plugin ideas. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you just put the plugin in, it just signs you in and you can read the article. Right. right okay. Right. The funny thing is, okay, I will try to. I uh, can't install that plugin though. I'll tell you what. Oh, okay. Because you I'm didn't run a full, you didn't run a full node of it. No, well, they're all it's open source, by the way. The, all all plugins are open source, if I'm, or if I'm not mistaken, on Chrome and Firefox. Is that incorrect? I don't know. How could I know that? Every what the status of every, every plugin ever written for those browsers? No, I I, th I think that, that there's a way there's you a can policy. look at the code. Yeah, I, I think so. Where I'm, Anyway, what's the post about? What's the article? The about? post is just, I don't know if it's the teacher is either a genius or they're crazy. Can you explain the post. I didn't read the it. The post is there's like a high school teacher who's giving his students cryptocurrency. So here's a quote. One of Pimienta's teachers, Pimienta is this, I don't know, like the nickname for one of the students. That's a uh, Spanish for pepper or something, right? What the Spanish. fuck are you talking? Dude, just, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm, I'm just right talking now. about things, okay? Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> one of Pimienta's teachers, Carlos Acevedo, my apologies, I can't pronounce his name, gave Pimienta and some of his classmates a special graduation gift, Zcash, a cryptocurrency that launched in late 2016. And the story is just full of this guy giving away. Um, cryptocurrency. I have a question. Students. I have a so question. Is, and he says stuff like, um, I don't, you know, I maybe should have opened it so that I could like read it better. But um, it's all about like him trying to encourage them to get into the industry. So, I have a question. this is like so, stocks. I see it as a way to make money, said Pimienta, who tracks crypto prices on his phone and debates with friends which virtual currency is likely to rise. So, the question is, is this a nightmare or is this success? Oh, I see. I see. That's why I want. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Like, is this success or is this a nightmare? I think it's the sign of the bull market, be market beginning. So it's success. To some I thought you were gonna say so. It's a nightmare. <laughs> why would I think it's a nightmare if know. the bull market is, is starting up? I don't know. I just definitely teach all these readers about the Jack's wallet and all this stuff. It's a text message with their public key, similar to an account number. That sounds like so 2013. See, that but here's like where, no, this is where I get confused though. Okay, Morris, a public high school is in the poorest congressional district in the United States. Almost every student receives free lunch. The student body is one quarter African-American, three quarters Hispanic. I don't know why that's relevant, whoever wrote this article. It's kind of a weird thing to say right after that. But the point is, that's not where I was going. I wanted to say the part about poorest congressional district in the United States, because is this like, is this like lambs being led to the slaughter or is this like these people will be the next you know super wealthy well i like i can see it being really great and i can see it being like horrible disaster and i don't know i don't know how to feel about it i think this is a piece that's supposed to get attention i think if you would if we would i go down there and we would see what's happening it's probably a bit more different than 
someone mm. just wrote a piece about it in Washington Post, and there's like, oh, let's make it like this. I don't think it's like as prevalent as you may think. I think it's an isolated incident, and they and they made it like right, like these poor kids, uh, da, 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 and they're getting like With Bitcoin. Crypto, they're being saying. inspired to learn through crypto. Yeah, I, I don't, th- I don't like, know. I, don't I mean, know. these guys are probably gonna like. I, I don't know who they are, but they're probably trying to score some weed on the dark in the market, right, or something like that. And and you know, and they they think it's like. I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not, I don't judge people on things like that. I judge yeah. them the opposite direction. I do judge people. If they, okay, like, no, if, wait, this is a funny one. This is another quote that I wanted to say. This first assignment for the students, this is a teacher, this summer, is to set up their own store on a site called Open Bazaar, okay. which is similar to eBay, but which accepts more than 50 cryptocurrencies as payment for items. So this is like, you know, like I know, like, I know like Brian Hoffman and I like, you know, so like when you see it in a Washington Post article, it's always like really fun, but then it's like, what is this? What is going on? You know, do, do you know what's really he cool doesn't care what the students sell artwork, babysitting services or old clothes, but he wants them to become mini entrepreneurs. He told them he'll be their first customer. So like, so exactly. You see why it's funny. Like, what is this a good idea? It's or is this horrible? It sounds like, cringe. Yeah, that's by, I the way, by the way, I want to say something. I think I think when this article came out, Brian and his fucking guys, they probably threw a party. Like no one it's crickets. <laughs> crickets since 2014 on that project. I know, that's what I crickets. mean. How the fuck you know what I suspect? I think he paid think, them to write the article. I think no, I I think he went on no, the school. I think he went to the school, dressed up like a teacher, and he's doing this to, like to promote his, yeah. yeah, I think that's what happened. Or I was like the um the isn't there like a isn't there like an obi-wan token or something like maybe the teacher owns the token how the fuck they are they survive who the fuck <laughs> invested money in that dumb project that's what i'm curious and how the fuck we they should have money on. to I'm run sure he'll come on he's got a great sense of humor you remember his old videos there was oh so my fun. god i loved it he was like the you know when mike in space did his thing with a car yeah, of course this yeah. was kind of that thing those it was voiceovers like, were incredible. so funny yeah. yeah, and some of the grass, and many of them have been taken down from YouTube, but he still has some. We got to get them back up soon. We should try to. One get of my favorite down. one, the one. Um, there were so many that were good. There was a great box stream one. There's Peter Todd looks for love on Tinder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so yeah, yeah. funny. But the best one was like how Bitcoin works, <laughs> and that one was taken down. We have to somehow get it back up. It was like all the that makes the red card into a green card, like all these like shapes. And then cards go everywhere. Like, and it was like so funny. We can't, uh, we can't explain it easily. Dude, like, like can't. I, I did it. You know, I'm like Brian was really nice, and when he went on Bitcoin, oh, the scaling was like, one it was so funny. That one was so funny. All anyway, the, the point is that the thing what happened with them, they kind of went on the Bcash side because they got some money or something or some sponsoring, and that's when people started hating him. Like literally, they they yeah. they, they forgot about him. And yeah, he was like a really interesting character. I remember when he went on Bitcoin Uncensored. I do. Uh, dude, I was in Taiwan back then. That, and I, I was walking around Taiwan. Uh, I was in this weird place. Anyway, and I'm, I, 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 I put a okay. thing on, and I listen even now to it. And I'm listening to, that, to that, that podcast with them. And I have to give it to him. They attacked all his points. And for someone who was attacked so much and he was saying some dumb things, he came out pretty nice out of it. You know what I'm trying to say? No, so, he's, like, he's like a psychologically normal person, honestly, which is, you know. It's not a compliment. That's all you can. That's all you can hope for in the Bitcoin world, and a good sense of humor. It has a good, good sense of humor. Terrible project. 
awful product. Well, everyone like, warned him. Be. They were like, this is, well, we have our Jun Seth even said, all you will do is compete with Google, even if you succeed. That's basically like what happens, is it not? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think like, I remember when there were posts on Reddit, 2013 early, and people were saying like, Open Bazaar, the new thing, da 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 In the meanwhile, dark markets came about, and those are actually the real <laughs> things to look at, you know, for this type of like, commerce. But maybe, you know what, maybe I, uh, there's going to be another... Um, the thing is, I don't know why you need the, your, your store to be censorship resistant. That's what I... Where you're right, because you, you can just post on... You can just like on Craigslist or on anything and just say, I am selling my car. I will take Bitcoin. I would say I'm selling my car for $200 US, but if you... I can accept Bitcoin. But you have to... Under, but you know what, though? And then we talked about it. So like, you know, back in the day, people were really receptive to crazy ideas. And I think this really talked to this whole narrative of everything being native and connected, you know? And that's why a lot of people like felt is an interesting thing. But, you know, I have a question for you. What's your take on the BTC pay server? Oh, that's a good, that's a good question because I don't understand what it does, to be honest with you. It's supposed to be competing with BitPay, right? So but let me- with BitPay, let me it's supposed to be like, well, I know a lot of the context. I know that, you know, my faith, my trust in you, this is lies. My faith in you is broken. I will make you obsolete or whatever. Yeah. I will obsolete yeah, you. Record. Yeah. Yes. So I know a lot of context, but surely the point of BitPay is there's like customer service number you can call. There's like salespeople. There's like a brand. But this is supposed to replace that with an open source, like um, cash register software thing. But I think certainly there's more to bid pay than just software. That's what I would think. Oh, the 100% so, is. So and that's why I don't understand what's going on at all. So maybe you well, can explain it to me. Well, they're trying, trying to compete. they're trying to compete also um, on that vertical also. Where like they have the Telegram group. Someone always helps you and whatever. And I think that's a good in idea and it's good intentions. But I just don't see how it could work. You know, and I really feel like everyone, like the pitch is like, you can use BTC Pay server and small businesses can accept Bitcoin right now. And I'm like, well, yes. that doesn't solve, I, that, that solves some of the problem, which is a checkout button on their yeah. fucking website. BitPay would give them cash like the next day. Yeah. Would put cash in their, in their bank account the next and, day. So that was like the whole point of BitPay was that it was yeah, like but, a but, no brainer for the merchant because they're getting killed credit card fees. And they just say, well, this thing is super, super low fee. And for a while, they were even doing something where it was like zero fees for the first like million dollars of transaction processing or something. Weren't they doing some kind of promotion like that? I think and they so. would get, the merchant would get cash. Like it was either the next day or like the week well, or something. What BDC Pay is doing right now. Um, so that's they also that's are what allowing... BitPay was about. It had nothing to do with software. So that's why I was confused. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. But the thing is like they are trying right now to, they, they really care about, you know, having this open source spirit and whatever. And what they're doing, they added this they added this feature where you can connect your exchange or something like that. But I think what everyone is missing though, this is how crazy it is for me. Everyone thinks that all the people in Bitcoin, they think they're all like us. Like they want to like open terminals and set up things. They really don't understand that people do not want to do that. They don't understand that even setting up an exchange account, it, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's people. torture. Yeah. It's torture. And, and, even, and don't again, think about how hard it is to get an exchange account. That's one of the worst accounts ever. You have to do all this. It's harder than getting KYC, a bank account. It's, it's literally like, harder than it getting is, a bank I account. think you may be right about that. It's hundred percent. It's torture. It's hundred percent is. And and I I don't know. I, I they're also one of those projects which everyone really likes a lot. But they're doing good great great work. 
But I feel like they they became this irrational fanboyism around them. And they, their product was meant to do this thing, which I still think there was a, a healthy niche, right? But now they started just putting shit in that in that thing, like just a lot of shit there. That's not necessarily you. What did they put in there? I mean, this I is know. a common thing where there's no accountability. It just goes off the rails with weird ideas. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is like when you look- No, but like product, what, you can't keep saying, what did, like what did they put in? It's, I don't know, they have a lot a of lightning stuff. I, I remember like trying to set up a wallet. It, it, it's like, it's crazy, it, it works bad. It's too many buttons. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just very, there's, there's a lack of focus if you ask me, right? That's what it is. And, and, and the thing is like, no one dares to criticize them in any way because they took on big pay and they kind of did and there's merit to that. But that doesn't mean that, it's like I could go and fight some evil monster. That doesn't mean I'm gonna win or my intentions are good. You know, I could trip over and fall down. Doesn't mean I should get a pat on the back. Well, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, again, like people say BitPay is evil, but there was a time when BitPay was great. It was a great Bitcoin company. Yeah, but they so don't I don't know if I update my Rolodex. I know, but here's the thing: is everyone's like, "Oh, Bitcoin is so many smart people here, it's a meritocracy," and then it's like anyone who disagrees is cast out. You're right. There's there's a certain disingenuousness. So it's kind of like, oh, okay. You're right. There's a certain disingenuousness. I know, I but they did. They, they do hate. They what was that thing called? The payment protocol. It was like horrible, and just like literally everyone hated it. And I knew people who were like really talented, and they were like, um, "Can you help me get a job?" And I was like, "Oh, what about BitPay? They probably pay you a lot of money." And they're like, "Oh, I just hate that payment protocol then." <laughs> I like remember people, like, you don't want to work there because <laughs> the payment, but it was the payment protocol is terrible though. Yeah, it was. I don't really know bad. how to fix it. I, I feel bad not being constructive, but using it was horrible. Do you remember there was this website put by which was like because you couldn't get an address? That was, that like was the fucked up part. Yeah, because you could like yeah. That, that was you're right. That what was horrible about it was that I couldn't just type in the stuff in a normal. How is that different than Bit Forty Seven? How is that bit different than Bit Forty Seven though? It is. It is. Forty-seven. Everything I is. Know. Everything you could decode. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So you could, and you can, if you want, you can de take out this chain code, and yeah, I don't know why you would ever want to do that. But yeah. But uh, yeah, what was the problem with people typing things in wrong and not sending the exact amount? That was like the problem with. That was their issue with. Uh, they no, said the people problem. would make errors. The problem was that that almost no one implemented it, and you couldn't like copy. You, you couldn't like do it properly. No, but I'm saying and why did amount. they? Why did they want to push the payment protocol so badly when it was like hated? I by think everyone? you know what I think happened. I think that they had this meeting, and there were a lot of people who didn't know what they're talking about, and it seemed like a good idea, but no one no, had any I practical think, experience. That's too dismissive, though, because I think they really were having problems with fraud and like complaints. So they were like, okay, if we just make this thing. It'll just be this button that they'll click. How the fuck do you have work. fraud on Bitcoin? I've never, like, how can because you- Because I think what they do is they send, they have a typo in the amount sent or something, and then it doesn't show up the, quite the right way. There was, like, a, some reason for it. I'm not sure. Do you know what I mean, what I'm saying? Like, they say you yeah. have to send this within 15 minutes, and you have to send this exact amount to this exact address. Yes, exactly. And yeah. so people would send slightly the wrong amount, or they'd round up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. People do stuff like that. 
also with the feet thing, right? Because you have to catch some wallets, you'd have to like put in the feet yes. and whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's what they were trying to react to. You may be right, actually. You may be right about that. I mean, they must have been doing something because this was like the most hated thing ever. Well, the, oh, do you remember when they came out with Copain, which was the only Montesquieu wallet for a while? Yes. And people, I think some people, most people liked it. That was the first, that was the first uh, good looking Bitcoin wallet, by the way. Yeah. Think about it. Mobile. I think Both platforms. Right ios android you have to recommend to someone which one it is there you go see but in other words irredeemably evil and that's why btc pay server has to burn it to to its frame i don't, I don't know I, I i i again when there's like uh irrational fanboys and you should like you should yeah. just do something wrong there right yeah this is yeah, lies anyway. i will destroy you three million likes no, I li- I really like I like that, that. Was I, really like that, that was fine, I like the attitude of like having a crazy motivation like this about something. I really love that, right? Um, and I, I just think the project lost a bit of focus. That's it. I think even if they have this tiny niche of, of building the best Bitcoin checkout button, I still think there's a niche there to be. Yes. And there's a yes, niche. I think that's fine. I, I, yes, I, I agree think with you there's, completely. There's a lot with it. I think you're but right now, about that. But now it became like this. This oh my God, they're saving everyone. It's like yeah, well, let, let, come on. It's a Thank God they're here to, res- to, res- to rescue us from, from Bitcoin. It's a fucking checkout button that connects with your hard reward. Let, 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 like, look, let's not start sucking each other's dick yet, okay? Let's, let's take it easy. You know what I'm trying to say? Carlos Acevedo oh, yeah. wants his students to learn how to build apps on the blockchain, comma, the technology underpinning <laughs> cryptocurrencies. Okay, went back there. Okay, what else do we have here? I don't know what else we can Do we have anything about. good? We didn't have anything good this, this, this week. Oh, oh. Yet another week. Oh, th- we had some... Oh, Taproot. Why did we talk about this? This is a very important thing. Okay, what about it? Okay, this guy is complaining about privacy, but it's totally unclear whether or not the complaint is legitimate or it's all ego-driven or whatever. I, I saw this thing like uh, pop up in the Twitter feed. I don't know what the fuck this guy is talking about. I don't understand what. Okay, what I can explain about. it. I think if it's what I think it is, but um, you know, because there's a lot of people complaining about this and that all the time. But I will uh, paste it so that I can see it. Yeah, this guy is who's this guy? Um, this is some kind of academic or something. Occasionally teaching blockchain at local universities. He he's lead developer of uh, blockchain. That's the block. Okay, he has, well, he has a unicorn in his description. That for me, that's just like okay, bye. <laughs> but anyway, go on. Yeah, I think that's probably wise. Um, anyway, his complaint is there's yet another type, and so when you spend, your wallet is biased toward keeping you within the type. So this would create like yet another kind of um, output format. Um, he says address format, but that's not. Uh, as we've just explained, that is not an accurate way of, but sure, whatever. The point is on the blockchain stuff will look different whether or not it is taproot or not. And it already looks different if it's SegWit or not. So his point is as you do this, there will just be all these things that look very different and it will be easier to track which payments are to you and which are change addresses and other things like that according to him. So it actually has nothing specific to do with Taproot at all. It would apply, his argument would apply to any new, um, whatever you want to call this, uh, I guess you would call it a script template. 
any new well, script. Well, the same ever. thing could be said about even like wallets because different wallets do different. Like you know, you can see a transaction was made by certain if you look really hard. Yes, unfortunately, but I think mostly there's been more progress on that. Yeah, it, it has been recently. Yeah, they should all standardize on something for their own mutual benefit. There should just be one way of doing everything for every wallet for just a simple transaction. Anyway, um, I don't know. When he uses caps lock also, that makes me think that he is a nut. You know? Traproot has to be stopped, all caps. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. The funny thing, though, is that Taproot actually fits all these other different scripts, temp, or tries to. It doesn't necessarily succeed, but through that thing, Mast, we talked about last week, it tries to fit all of the different new types into just one type. So it kind of actually aims to improve privacy. But it's like, it's like when you have, we'll have this one new version that will be compatible. This is like that XKCD comic. You know what I'm talking about? There's 14 different Which versions. One? And he says, what we need is a new version that does everything. Oh, yeah. And it's like, now there's 15 versions. Yeah. So this is kind of like that, except it's, I don't know how you would count them all, but um, this is like a new version to fix all the other versions. So this is a little bit of like that. Regarding the privacy argument, as in like with, with Noor and these things, you could like have multiple people behind the, uh, the signature and whatever. So isn't that like a trade-off? Schnorr would, I think, improve privacy quite a bit because it would make a coin join cheaper than a regular transaction. And this gives you a pretext for using coin join. What's your take on coin joins? I don't think- I, I think without the pretext, it, it's, it's hard. Everything with privacy needs a pretext for using it. So in other words, anything that aims to increase privacy must have some reason other than privacy for using it. I don't follow. I, I, don't, I don't think I really- Because you need, when the government says that that's a suspicious thing, you need to be able to say, no, it's just cheaper, or it's just, that's how my, whatever so it needs what to you're be, trying to say, You need some other need reason. There needs to be in some way. There needs to be a pretext for using it that is not privacy related. So with Schnorr, now you have it for CoinJoin. Now you're in business, but before you don't. Before CoinJoin, that's only, that's what the terrorists do or whatever, the criminals. Right, 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 right. Just mix it with a bunch of criminals. But now if everyone does it, it's cheaper. And then in any individual case, you know, the judge calls you up and they say, Hey, why'd you do this? You say, I don't know. It's just my software is doing this. And then they go to the software developer and the software developer says it's cheaper. Right. Right. I see what you're trying right. to say. But yeah, every well, single privacy thing has to be that way. You can't just say, I'm going to go around wearing a ski mask and goggles because it's the most private. People will be like, that is a fucking weirdo. And we need the police to, you know, beat him up and then ask him some questions. So you see, that's no good. You have to cast some kind of magic spell so that ski masks are in fashion or something and everyone does it. Everyone wears it. It needs to be cheaper to wear a ski mask than show your face. Yeah, I see what you're trying to say. So this is a crucial element of privacy that is uh, often de-emphasized because there are these 
cryptographer mathematicians with their weird ideas that you know it won't matter because they'll be like why did you use zcash the anonymous currency you must you, be up to something are you familiar that a lot of if adam gibson talks about this quite a lot about stenographical coin joins which you can't tell their coin joins yeah that, that that's perfect and then there's also pay join right that, which that's is an like, example of, of this. yeah this yeah so that, that stuff's great yeah. well yeah so that's the other thing is you could have it, it could it needs to you either need the pretext or you need what, what i i just made this up i don't know if it maybe um, stenography is a better word but it needs to be meta private in other words it needs to be so private that no one can even tell that you're using the technique yeah yeah well, and then I, you I have just... the, your pretext is that you didn't use it at all and they can't prove that you so that's really folds into my thing about pretexts but yeah, it could be more expensive. There could be no other reason to use it other than privacy. But as long as you have your excuse, so your, the, the ideal excuse is like, exactly, the ideal excuse is like it was cheaper or um, I, had to, I had no choice. So if like the merchant forces you to do the most private thing. So those are the best pretexts. But you could also have one where you just say, I didn't use that and they can't prove that you did and now you have plausible deniability. So that's, those are, that's the Paul Stortz privacy, you know, experience. Yeah, well, stenography was actually exactly about this. And I heard Adam Gibson use this word a lot. I got it from him. I don't know. I don't know if he came up, but it doesn't sound like it's something invented. But um, that, there's a lot of effort going into that, like not being able to see their coin joints. Because that's the biggest problem with coin joints right now. It's like, right. oh, I lost my taint. Yeah, but your coin join tainted, which is kind of exactly. like worse than before, you know? Yeah, right. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. So best thing though, if there were a Zcash sidechain, you could really untaint because you'd send the coins there and then they all fuse into this, this one output really. And then they come back. So they're like, and then you can just send the coins to yourself once you get them back. Mm -hmm. You can always, Sending coins to yourself is one of the best privacy things ever because you can just say, I didn't coin join. That was some other guy who gave me the coins, the guy before me. Yeah, but if you're like in, uh, in front of a policeman or sounds like police yeah, or something, it's not great. you're going to have to like be able to prove what I want. The thing though is when the way, just the way drive chain works and the way most side chains I think would work in practice, you, you don't actually do the long return second the peg out thing you'd swap with someone else so there would be what you would actually do is send coins to the zcash sidechain melt them down and then someone like uh eric Voorhees or andreas or whatever they would buy them up for 99 cents on the dollar over there in the secret world and they'd pay you out with completely different bitcoins and then they would walk them back slowly. So then you would then you would have like really completely untainted them, which that how, would just be amazing. How far away do you think that is like realistically happening? Well, we already have a version of that. You know, we're testing that Zcash sidechain right now. It's just because I'm too much of a perfectionist. Maybe I should release it and tell ask other people to help test it. I mean, working by yourself, I don't think that's gonna make things easier, but hard. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. So what would so once that's done, uh, then the 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 drive chain is going to be live and everyone can use it, and that's it. 
Yeah, that's a good point is that because it's like testing everything at once with drive chain, the side chain template, blind merge mining, and then the Zcash side chain. So sometimes it's very rare at this point, but sometimes you want to change one thing, you want to change another thing. So I wanted to make sure that it's, I don't like to bother people when it, the concrete is too wet, you know, I like it to be dry concrete before I invite people over. Yeah, but you're not inviting people to live in your house. You're inviting people to help you build it. And I know. Yeah, to build it once yeah. the concrete is hard, they, they can help you shape the concrete yeah. as long as the concrete is still wet. That yeah, but I'm just saying I don't, want it to be, so I, I don't want it to be too wet is all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know if that works for what you're trying yeah, to do. Yeah. I, don't, I have no clue. So, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know when realistically. I don't know. I, I do think, yeah, probably about like January 1st, you'll see something out. Really? That's not too far away. Yeah. I mean, why not? As I said, we already have it. Okay. That's just really interesting. All right. Um, well, I don't know what else we have around here. Yeah. How cool is that? Buying, selling to some exchange like, uh, you know, shapeshift or sideshift on with Z transactions on a sidechain somewhere else. And then they would give you completely different BTC coins. That would be amazing. I think that would be very interesting uh, and definitely would, would solve it. And they would do, they would absolutely do it for like 99 cents. And maybe who knows what they would even charge you more. They might charge you like 95 cents on the dollar. Right. But that would, but people would pay because it would completely detank the coins. So 100%. I mean, people are paying for coin joints on Wasabi and whatever around 10%, right? So yeah. this should probably be even more expensive than that because they, they actually work better, right? the willingness to pay would be higher, but the, it also is the case that anyone could supply this service. So it's demand and supply. So demand would be higher, but if the, if anyone can supply it's much, I don't know, it may be easier to supply this type of thing than it is to supply whatever is needed to do coin join. If you just had two competing exchanges, in fact, it would be bid down as close to a hundred cents on the dollar as possible. Right. You just have two exchanges. Each one of them could do it. Yeah. There will be redeem. Ultimately, they will be able to redeem them if assuming drive chain works at all. No, you, you're um, you're very right. You're very right because the thing with coin joints, there's some the supply. Is the yeah, problem. there's yeah, 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 yeah. It's not as as available. Yeah, in all free models, in joint market is like well, no, actually in joint market it does get very tight and almost you have to pay on the transaction fees. But in the other ones, in in uh, Wasabi and uh, Whirlpool, uh, there's a time element to it. Yeah, you're right. So the issue is supply. It's uh, not enough people can supply the other coins needed for the privacy construction. But that's an, that's an advantage of Zcash, whether a sidechain or not sidechain, is that once you merge in to the Z world, it doesn't matter how, when you do that or how many coins you have. So yeah. you can just do that at any time in any amount. I'm still not convinced about like how good actually Zcash is. And, and I think they have some really, they made some weird trade-offs there, which you do when you build that type of a project, mostly having to do with the verifiability of the supply. And I think that's, that's true. It very but that's, that's another thing though, that's great about the sidechain version though, because the sidechain version is immune. If there's inflation, it will just sink the, the sidechain and it won't. I don't get affect. it. Why? Explain that. Because the sidechain is only determining what happens to the coins that go in it. 
So on the right. regular Bitcoin world, there's some normal transaction that looks extremely confusing if you don't update, if you just don't take this off work and you're just watching. This transaction will look very strange to you, the drive chain peg-ins, because there will just be coins being linked into this one UTXO that will just get bigger and bigger and bigger that will look like an anyone can spend. Or what it will really look like is a transaction to an address where the private key is known. So to be like, why is, I could take all this money. Why isn't anyone taking it? And the answer is that there's these extra soft fork imposed rules, which are the drive chain rules, blocking you from doing that. Right. But, but it looked like all this, because all this money is being threaded into one UTXO. So it's one, it's like a Bitcoin address with like a 10 million coins in it or something. I'm still missing the point on why this is actually not. I just don't so when there's no way, even if all the drive chain stuff were ignored, let's say there's 100,000 coins in this output. Okay. You can never spend more than 100,000 BTC from there. No, I get it. But, but like Zcash could have other problems with, with, with the total supply of Zcash in the world. And that could still affect me. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't no, see how drive chain solves that. It, it would affect if you, if you had coins there at the time that it was exploited. You would lose all of your coins. Right. So your argument is actually... But my argument is it only it's, it's firewalled into that one zone. And right. you as a user can just, you go through it for your privacy benefit and then go back to saving on, the, on layer one. And so the people over right. there would be specialists, people who'd be there. Those would be the exchange type people like whatever, Eric Voorhees or, or Andreas Brecken. And they would be, since they are the ones accumulating these balances for a lengthy amount of time, they would be specialists who would have an incentive to look into it. I understand this, but make sure. I got to understand it. But, but so the immune part that you're talking about is just because there's like this isolated part of, of the blockchain reality, which you're trying to say is not affected by what other Zcash existing in the outside of this, in the Zcash chain. I don't understand how that makes any sense. I don't understand what you are. It, it, it's a problem for Zcash, the altcoin, if someone could print yes, counterfeit and, coins and, and start selling like, them. And it I would, like no one would know how what happened exactly. but on the side chain i think you would know because it would it would they would want to kill the side it would kill the side chain like immediately and then you could start up the next side chain that would have the problem fixed oh i see what you're trying to say okay okay okay, okay. all right but meanwhile it, none of that would affect people who just invested in btc they would be completely unaffected oh no 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 I, yeah i i wasn't that's that very different from zcash no. the altcoin where if you want to buy in you are now potentially sunk yeah. by this because they don't even mean they may they may want to credit you you know what i mean but they may not even know if you had it in z it they may like never be able to get anyone their money back yeah yeah no i thought you were making so it is a little bit better a little bit better yeah, yeah yeah okay fair enough yeah i thought you were making the argument that it just solved the whole problem for zcash on its own but it just doesn't i couldn't right it doesn't only yeah. when it's zcash is mixed with sidechain concept is the problem greatly reduced for most people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, greatly reduced. That, that would be the proper way to say it. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Okay, great. Okay, do we have other topics here? You're a CEO of a company right now. You're a CEO of a company. You raise a hundred million. They're being a hedge fund. You're a CEO of a company right now, yeah? Yeah, and I raise a hundred million. And you're doing something strictly related to BTC kind of, you're bringing the hive mind project. Let's just go. Let's say the drive okay, is sure. the right sure, yeah. yeah. And you can do it technically. It's not no limited. And, but I'm doing it through a company, which is, defeats the whole point. So you're, 
I understand what you're saying. I start, I start like Blockstream 2.0 or something, and I raise. So you're telling me right now, how much of that money are you going to allocate into BTC? I honestly telling you that I'm not sure that it's. I would you know I, it would depend on the investors. I could see myself allocating none because it's not because I could tell the you're investors. You're the complete dictator. You should you should invest your own money in BTC, but this is not. I'm saying this is not. Well, I'm not running a hedge fund for you, or am I? If they say run a hedge fund, then I'll run a hedge fund for them. But then I'll make all kinds of investments. It'll, that would mostly be BTC. See, the, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think you're very wrong about it. I think you're, you have this again. This what do you think history. is wrong about it? I think is that you you are a guy who has exposure to the greatest assets in the time. You even know probably more than most of the people I fucking know, and I know most of the people that do things right. And 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 even with all this information but in front I of you, think, I no, I would tell them. They should invest their own money in BTC. No, because and there should be no paperwork about it. No, 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 you don't understand. When the people invest in the company, they invest in you, and you need to have some gas. And they say, like, dude, you put this yeah, gas however you think it makes sense. That's why people invest in companies, dude. They don't invest in com- They invest in specific. I think people. you may be right about that. I think so you if you're right doing that. that right now, they already bet on you. Now, now the thing yeah. is that they're saying, like, look. And, and now you should understand that, that did you put all your personal money in the BTC, most of it? I don't have to answer it, but I'm sure the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. So then I, if you're giving me the different answer for your company right now, you're either lying or stupid, right? There's no... They, I understand what you mean by that, I think. But there is, you do understand what I'm trying to say, that there is a... Maybe I'm at one point, I took in, At one point, I took a finance class in college. See, this is what you need said, to forget about. You don't fucking... You may be right. I'm just telling you, though. Okay, I'm sorry, telling you sorry finish things. your point. The, the thing is, when you invest in a company, you should be getting like a pure version of that company. And if you, you shouldn't get, like what if, what if I were, um, I don't know how well this would translate into London slash, I mean like, uh, like what Let's are some companies it. that compete with, that, companies that compete with each other? Like, okay, what if you invested Wasabi and Samurai, me, these are very true. And, and, all, and, and I, you said, and I said, I'm gonna make a great Bitcoin wallet. But what I did instead, and I did no work. I just took the same money that you invested in me and I put half of it into Wasabi. Well, however, I do this. Half of it into Wasabi and half of it into Samurai. Well, then I think you would see that this is, this is something kind of suspicious is happening here. I'm not actually doing anything. They could have done that themselves. They could have invested in Samurai and Wasabi themselves. So my company is not really its own company. It is just a convex combination of I, two other companies I, I, that I, I already. Think, I think the problem is academia fucked you too much in your head. It may have. I don't know. You know but, what um, the do thing you understand, is? But you I understand get, why this argument yeah, exists. Yeah, and let me tell you why that's the stupid. The investor should be sovereign and they should make all the decisions. Yeah, see, that's the fucking problem. And if problem. they want to move things around, that's, that's what, that's what, what, the king. That's the problem with going to fucking college and then quit. You may be right about that. You know what the problem it's is? It's possible that college just trains people to be good servants. It's not about being good servant. It's a, look, dude, business in the real world sometimes you acquire companies sometimes you invest in companies like do you know that Michael yeah, a lot of that is like a lot of that is dirty the, a lot of that is destroying value ultimately no, when not. you acquire companies and things this is just games played by the CEO a little empire building so that the CEO can entrench his position See, th- this is the problem you, you leave this... all the money for free dude so look, it's very simple it's very simple when you're a CEO right you you run a ship your ship has to grow at all fucking cost. 
everything else, it's relevant. Yeah. And sometimes you, the only thing you care about is not going to jail. Other than that, everything you fucking kill anyone in front of you. That's a great CEO. That's the, the job description of a CEO. Mm, I, you may be right, but again, I, I, in my head, I'm wondering now, what, what does Alex know about this at all anyway? You could, you, here's the thing right now. How many CEOs have you been? How many, you know, like, I don't know. May, you may be right. But one second right now. I'm not sure. I, I don't think for me to be, my observation <laughs> to be right, I had to like meet CEOs or be a CEO or whatever. You're right. I, you're right. I'm just saying, you know, I don't know. You seem very confident, which is always suspicious to me. That, see, see that—that's the fucking problem, right? That's the craziest thing right now. The, the, when you see someone being confident, you shouldn't be suspicious, dude. Dude, confidence should be a sign of goodness. It's crazy how people see the confidence as a sign of something else. But anyway, that's not the point. Yeah, sometimes it means low self-awareness, not necessarily all the time. Yeah, well, I don't know. Look at it. I, I guess it's the way you, you can look at this thing, you can sell it. You should just look at the people who run the biggest companies in the world and the most successful ones. And I think they fit exactly that. I don't think they have all this like weird, like, oh, but you're shoulds and what about this and what about you? Yeah, you may be money. right. You may be right. I'm just telling you. Yeah. yeah. So, see, I, see, I want I'm to. I'm just telling you, I think it's silly to for sure. someone to invest into me when they could have just bought Bitcoin themselves in a way that is much better for them. And I think it's silly. You know, silly. there's many, 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 many reasons. You know what I'm talking you know, about. You know, like, you know what you're Way you're... better for them to have more privacy, more everything. You know what people used to tell me a lot themselves. when they buy Bitcoins from, uh, from us? Everyone just always says, I don't get it. Why don't they buy from the exchange? Right? And, and it's like. Bits the fuck out of me, and I probably even know, but that's how I make money of people. The fact that I have this asymmetric information of knowing how we to have do a brand of reliability. It's that's, that's a different thing. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. That I understand completely why you would want to develop a relationship with a counterparty. But at the end of the day, it's not that big of it's still kind of the same thing it's the same thing there's some asymmetry there and if i would want to be this whole like oh but in college they told us we should like take care of people <laughs> i'll be like you know what I sir know. why don't funny. we sit down here and i'll show you how to open an account with coinbase and that's the most honest way and i'm not gonna make any fucking money and i'm buying any fucking guitars i'm telling you that's college shit. look you, need, you know what we need, to, we need to do we need to go on the street right now we need, you need to do some drugs you need to fuck a few hookers go to a few brothels okay. Go a bit crazy, you know. See how people run business in the real world. Go around like what people really do, real life stuff. And then be like, yeah, now I get it. I've already admitted that there's some merit to your position, but I'm just asking you if you understand what I'm saying, that why invest in a company that invests in BTC when they can do it themselves? I don't know, man. You know what? You understand? I'm just saying, do you say that, see that there's also some merit in that? I think that's stupid argument no really i think don't, you don't see any at all i think that's stupid i think I what think, if i what if instead what if instead of putting it all in btc i just decided to put it all in some random screwball thing that um could like a pen, haitian penny stocks or something look, dude, and i was like look if i lose this money it wasn't mine it was someone else's but i don't and think if i make thing. this thing could double up and then in tomorrow and then Paul, I'm sorry, but, but I shouldn't be running a hedge fund, though. I, they, dude, listen, they should hire me to run a hedge fund. Or, or a company. Do you know who Michael Saylor is? Yes. Look, here's the thing right now. I think what that guy did was a bit risky with this location. But, dude, that's what you need to understand. Like, there's only 21 million of this. 
it's it's not 100 the risk but it's way more the risk than it was in 2012 or 2013 okay yeah i think so it's right absurd. now the fair value of bitcoin is much higher i mean that, we're gonna get in trouble if we say this but it's much higher than the current market price anyway that's not the point the point is that if you are some guy who runs a company a, 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 a fish shop uh, you run Nokia, you run fucking Logitech, I don't know, you run fucking Apple, all right? You need to have some fucking portion of whatever cash you have in Bitcoin. It really makes sense. You're an idiot if you don't do that. So now when I'm talking with Paul here, who fucking knows Bitcoin better than I do, and he's telling me that, well, I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, and there's something wrong with you, I don't know if it's life. like allowed, you know, that's what I'm saying. They want, they want, they invest in companies so that the company can Supposedly, so I, I don't know, dude. Run operations. Here's the thing: when you have an investor, revenue and profit. When you have an investor, you should. You, that, that's the conversation you have with your investors and the expectations set with your investor. There's no like rule book to this. It's the same thing as fucking. But that's what I was saying. Didn't it? Wasn't that the first thing I said when you asked I'm me sorry. the question? I said it would depend on the investors. I talked to the investor. So I, I don't know. The way I would see it, I would imagine is that uh, if someone invested, I would tell. I said, look, do you want me to? I was like, I'm pretty sure that this Bitcoin thing is has got legs. So. Do you mind if I put some of them? See, that's, that's not, I don't think that's how you run a company. I don't, I don't think so. You I, may be right. I don't know. You know how, let me tell you how I'd run a company. company. I'm not interested. You know how I'd run a company? a company is a lot of work. And it is. But you know how I'd run a company? I'll tell you how I run a company. No. You put my, you? so the reason I'm running the company you is just, because I know day, better. You just be like, whatever. No, but the thing is like, the reason I am that the head of the, the, the ship, okay. right, is because I know I'm supposed to know something better than most of the other people in the world about this thing I'm doing. So if you put your money into me, I'm going to see how things go. Because if you, if you trust me, even if sometimes I have to make some obvious decision, it's because I know how things go and I know the direction to go in. That's why you're supposed okay. to be a CEO. And you somehow, you feel that that's that somehow tainted and you shouldn't yes. do and overconfident. I know and, you're and, you know, right. Uh, you're, I think you are, you are right. There's like an academic, like divide that because you can't, uh, um, but yeah, it, it makes sense what you're saying. Paul, look. I think I could, I think I could make a version of that work. I could say, look, I don't know, you know, I do the, I do the best I can, same as everyone, but at the end of the day, it's my decision because I own the company. So X, Y, Z is the plan. Paul, you know what's my, I think I can make that work. You know what's my favorite story from the Bible? Is the return of the prodigal Wait, son. let me think. Oh, I was... Didn't you already hear me say that, tell that story? No. You stole that from me. No, no, no. Let me tell you why I like that story, all right? That's also my favorite story. You're kidding. Did you know that before you said that? No, I swear to God I had no I was going to try to guess. We Are you serious? set this up beforehand. Anyway, let me yeah, tell you. But do you want to know why? You, okay, I feel like I should write down why it's my favorite. I'll, no, I'll say it first and you see. So the thing is, let's just lay out the story of the prodigal son, and I'll adapt it to modern times. The story of the prodigal son, there's this. There's a, there's a rich father, and I one say, son demands. I want to do it in my, in my story. Okay. So there's this, this, this father who has some money, and he has two sons. And he says, here's some money, do whatever you want with it. One of the sons. That's not what it says. Just, one son asks for the inheritance early. That's an important part. Just let me adapt it to modern times, okay? One son, uh, see, he, so both of them take, get some money, and one of them sits down no, and doesn't do nothing. One does not. And the other one takes all the money, goes off, and starts doing cook of stripper tits, right? And he, yes. he, he, he starts right. going crazy, the doing drugs. The point is one son asks for the inheritance early and blows it, whereas the other son is a loyal member of the household. Exactly. Helps the family farm and everything. So now it so happened that after a few years after just doing drugs and, and you know, 
uh, fucking hookers and whatever. He gets in this the weird position. He gets in this weird position where he cannot. He's feeding pigs, but he cannot even somehow he cannot even like eat the food that he's feeding the pigs. He's like the lowest a human being could be. So for some ever medical, they happen you have to have the worst job ever. The swineherd. This is the worst job. It is the lowest point you can have in society and everything. It's the lowest of his life, right? And now the thing is, like, for some way, he gets connected to his father, and he returns back. And now when he returns back, the father says, cut the fat cow, right? And then the young son goes like, hey, dad, wait a minute. What's happening here? I was here with you all along. I didn't spend my money. I was out just sitting here nice. I was doing everything. And now this guy comes here, and you, you, caught, uh, and you caught a fat cow. And then he says, don't worry about it. And he says, oh, well, he says cut the fact he's, he's throwing a giant party and a feast to welcome the son home. Exactly. And he's going to take care of the son from now on. That's what he means. And he says, and he says, you are lost and now you're found. Now, you know why I like this, 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 this story so much? Because inst- your first instinct is to think that you're, the, you're one of the sons, but you're not. You are the father. You are the father. And, I agree that and, the father is the point of view of the story and and these are your two natures this is your academic nature your intellect (laughs) which is very like polished and whatever and there's so much to gain from that but then there's this other nature which is you have to go outside in the world and figure out what the world is about and you have to go and feed you know everyone knows feeding pigs is bad but you have to understand that's what you do and the thing is like you have to go and prostitute yourself in the world and then you have to like forget yourself and realize like okay i got it now and, and I think you are missing a bit of this whole like prodigal terrible thing. interpretation of the story. Okay. The sto- I, what I like the story is the one person takes the inheritance early and blows it because he is a loser. <laughs> and the other son is hardworking conformist and is obedient and loyal, right? And, but also productive and sort of prudent. And the one son comes back and the father says, this is great. The son's back. And the other son's like, what about me? I did all this work. I was so loyal. I didn't take, I could have taken the inheritance early, but I didn't. And the father tells him to just shut a stupid fucking mouth because that's his brother that he's talking about. And that is why I, I what I like about the story is we can it's it's a, something about human nature where you can try to lay down these rules and control the people that you love. And you can threaten them to do all these things. Um, but ultimately, you, you, they've got you. they got you over a barrel. They, you, know, you love them no matter what. And that, I feel like the Bible is actually trying to warn you <laughs> about that through the story. That, you know, letting him have all the inheritance early and saying that he can't have any more, that was actually kind of a silly thing to say. Yeah, so I, I have a totally different interpretation. Of all. I, think about you're, I think relationships you're, and things. Yeah, I think your your interpretation is very literal. I I, I really think there's I, I I told you I said it a different way, but uh, I think yours yours is just too literal, and I think that's why it's wrong. Anyway, the <laughs> point is that the point is that um, uh, again, you're not gonna learn that's how to do business. Completely crazy that it's the same. I know. I think that's true. That was the point I was trying to make here, right? And and I think that yeah, that, I agree with that. That that I mean, you can learn a lot of stuff that is. People say that like there's no relationship at all. You know what was my dude? Listen to me. I'm in fucking college, right? And I need to get an internship. I need to get an internship so I pass. So what do I do? I play fucking poker 
for a whole summer in 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 uh, in the dorms. I'm playing with the kids in the morning and the kids in the in the afternoon with the way they have their shifts to the work. And I got a fake paper for that, right? And I think I learned way more playing poker with people who are playing all they would earn in a month, right? And then you see Yeah, that, I think that's fine. And, and, and you were an entrepreneur. I, I well, yeah, I've always thought that it's silly about the internship requirement. You could always start your own company and be your own intern. No, the, so the, the, the point I'm trying mistake. to say is that I, you learn more, just seeing how people react in those situations where their whole money was on the line and whatever, you get to learn way more and you get to see like, life isn't about the textbook. Life is about sometimes you play the cash game near the toilet or whatever, where you have to do it. And well, I agree that poker is a good metaphor for life, I but I don't think that that refutes the idea of classes on finance being relevant to business, I think. I think it does. I think, I think it does it's so nice much. If people want to start, if people want to work in business, I would prefer it if they knew some finance. You personally. know what the thing is? It's the same way as like, Jimi Hendrix never took a fucking guitar lesson in his life. Ever. You don't even know if that's true. Well, How can you even know if that's true okay, or not? Awesome. Okay, <laughs> okay, but I know there are other people who said to themselves, and it's pretty obvious they never took a guitar lesson in their life. And the thing is, like, he wasn't I don't know if that's true for them either, but they might have been, as far as I know. The Could point be. is that the guy who, lists, who, who plays classical music, he's going to always play classical music. And then there's the guy who somehow get, gets this intuition, sometimes partly out of books, sometimes out of everything else, but he's trying to see what's up with the world. And that's. No, but this is now turned into a different conversation. Certainly, the person who learns guitar by themselves, they still learned guitar and they know something about scales and chords even if they don't use those words so similarly someone who's self-taught in business they would learn some version of finance 101 in their head it wouldn't be they may not use the same words right. but they would learn the same concepts but, they would rediscover them from the scratch and maybe there's they would maybe improve on them i'm just saying that there's no the difference the difference is they would a, a, a skill someone like elon musk would understand why um, it's, it's, they would understand my argument about if he lent me money to start my business, he would want me to be working on the business. He wouldn't want me to just invest in BTC and do nothing. Yeah, I don't think so. The, that is what he would understand that implicitly, even if he never took a finance. I don't think I was lobbying for the, for the point of just investing in BTC and doing nothing. I was just trying to but say But you that understand it's a distraction. I don't what think you it should is. be doing. I don't think that's true. I think BTC. You should be using the money to run the operations of the business to generate sales. I and think. Revenue. I think the fact that we, I think we never had this in human history. That this weird asset like this. I know. I totally agree with that. So, I completely agree. So like this is the weirdest thing ever. And, the, and but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, but it, you're wrong. It's it's no, but the ROI in BTC is so high that you shouldn't even start a company. No, that's stupid. Sorry, the point is that the, the reason why I still think you should, you know how right now, so like, let's say I'm an investor, right? And you start a tech company and all of a sudden you're telling me that you don't know how to use like Linux or something. I, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, what are you, I'm not gonna invest in this. Yes, thing. fine. It's, it's a minimal amount of literacy. And I think yes, like the, having the money in Bitcoin. People would not, you wouldn't, no, but don't you understand that Bitcoin is a competing investment to the company. No, it's, it's a not. competitor. It's not. If you do it right, it is. You can, every dollar you invest in Bitcoin, you can't invest in the company. Fair, yeah, but here's the thing right now. The point is that you're right. As a company, you are actually competing with Bitcoin. You're literally there because it's this, it's, the opportunity cost is- a, Thank you. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that, okay? 
but the hope is and you can't win you you won't win unless there's oh there's one or two people like the exchanges but yes but you basically cannot win here's the thing paul i think in 1939 or something like that around 1920s whatever they started exploiting oil correct something like that around that time before the henry ford's model t was like 1910 or something what was that you quoted there was that model what I said Henry Ford's Model T, didn't I? Anyway, at some point, they, they had those things that like take oil off the ground, right? That's when they, they started being invented. So I'm sure there were a lot of people who were like, do we buy oil or do we build some companies that are going to like somehow do things with this and outlast and even outperform even the oil? And that's what everyone is trying to do right now. Well, some of them. Some of them just want to do fun projects, uh, which I think that's what you're trying to classify uh. Blockstream as. I don't think that this metaphor of Bitcoin being oil would stand up at all. There's no oil. It was hard to get oil. You had to buy land and like dig it out and you had to store it. And this is like a very different thing. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right about it. I don't think that the return on investment for buying raw oil was anything like, would ever anything be like BTC because you buy the oil and then someone else digs a different oil well somewhere. Oh it's interchangeable. Oil. Okay, forget about oil. It's never like fixed supply. I'll, so you've never even heard of it. I'm never ever gonna make any metaphors with you. You're too fucking literal. Anyway, look, here's the thing right now. The the, the point is that um there are gonna be some companies, they're just well, that are gonna outperform Bitcoins. Do you think that's true or not in the next five years? You know, um it's difficult to like even say yes to that, wow. isn't it? But if you say no to that, five to ten years, I would say maybe one or two. There'd be a few. There'd be like a handful, sure. What about the next twenty years? Well, BTC eventually has to, like, it will either get a thumbs up or a thumbs down from the world. You know what I mean? Like, it's either going to explode into the world. It did it already. And and it will, or it will crash to zero. So that's what's crazy about You're it. You're not answering my question, though. Do you think there's going to be companies that... All... Bitcoin is alive. In, it's I'll say this. In 2015, I would have absolutely said, no way there will be any company that has the ROA. The ROA. Now, the fact you're, that it's you're already... already wrong. Well, which, which have... There's just a few exchanges, right? Like, that's it. Yeah, I don't understand how you're throwing this, this few exchanges out like it's a bad thing. Like, yeah, that's all the business that, that makes sense right now. I don't understand what's wrong with it. I think you're right that... It's true that, that that's fair and square. They use the knowledge of Bitcoin to make even more money than. Yes, I think that's fair. What do you I, say? Yeah, I mean, I. But I, you think there's going to be like some other thing that's like that dude, around the corner? The same like, thing happened with computers with everything, man. They're all, they're, they're, no, because there was no competing like thing you could buy. That's the issue. That's not a you're right. central you're issue. Right. The point I'm trying to make is that actually there was some guy at some point that invented something in a way, right? And there are going to be other people who do this, okay? And there are going to be some people who are going to create companies that are bigger than they just have to be because otherwise Bitcoin is not going to go up if these companies don't exist because there's no infrastructure and shit going around, right? And whoever is going to build those companies, those are going to be the people. Now, the same thing with the internet. And I know you're trying to say that there wasn't the alternative and whatever, but everyone that starts a company thinks theirs is going to be the one that grows exponentially, right? That's what a startup is, among other things. I don't know. Maybe, sure. I don't, you, know. You, I don't understand why you have this some people like to Some people like to run like a boutique. They're called losers. Small thing. No, you can make a higher ROI 
on capital because you use less capital. Yeah, Paul, but at the end of the day, I think it's an illusion. These people want to make the big unicorn tech companies. I don't know, like people think that's super, super cool. You I don't know, respect it as much as other people do. I think. I think you don't. But you know what? The, I think there's roughly about the same chances of finding the love of your life. But people still go out there and try to find it because it's cool. People, I don't know. You really think that's slow? You yes. go out, you have dating sites and you, you have filters. And I think that chops it within to the realm of being possible. Well, wait a second right now. I, I, I use the exact words, finding the love of your life. You're telling me on what people settle. People sell on fucking a lot. Settle. Yeah. Well, you're saying there's only one soulmate no, out but, there but, that's but, randomly distributed into the population. No, that's not what I say. But right. So let's say right now I'm trying to find a love of my life. Right. She has to be female. Half of the world. Right. Okay. Good. Uh, I want okay. her to be in the specific heights because you know whatever. Okay. Done. I want her to be very some different types of hair. Da, da, da. Okay. Now after all of these things. Right. And. Now, again, I want her to know how to maybe cook some specific foods. I want her to have the same diet as me. I want her to, you know, to do this. I want her to, like, have a certain personality. I'd like her to be da-da-da. I also want her to be smart in certain ways. I would also care for her to know about music. I, I have all these fucking things. This would be the love of my life, right? This would be the ideal woman I want, right? So do you understand right okay. now there's probably, like, and this is not for me, for anyone, but you have to really be honest and like really shoot for yes. 10,000 10, women on the planet. It's probably the chance of me finding that woman. It's slim to nothing, right? That's in, to, to no, but if there's 10,000, then there's more of, that's just any one of them would do. They would be the ideal. So yeah, that's, but, that's but, the numerator, not the denominator. No, I agree with you. But the point is like, finding that person that the likelihood is very low right because wherever they're distributed on the map and whatever anyway dude why do i try metaphors yeah, but i was time? saying you could use tech you would have ways of you could meet at a concert where you have a similar interest you have these dating apps oh my God. there are ways that it's right. not an independent <laughs> roll of a dice that it's just ten thousand until so how is a startup different than that that's the point i'm trying to make here it's not okay it's no, not. You're right. It's not an independent role of a dice because some people are just legitimately more skilled. There's a lot of luck is involved, but some people are more skilled, and it's not just. Well, some people just don't give up. People start up. A, That's the thing yeah, with startups. True. Some people are willing to do anything it takes humanly possible. Something even some even break right. the law. Yeah. And that's those yeah. are the people yeah. who are gonna build a unicorn. Now you were asking yeah. why would you do this. I think and I was saying right. I'm very. I'm. I'm not willing to do that much work. I. I like to just play in '64, and chill out. That's fine. So there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. So why can't I just do that and then just tweet at Blockstream? I think you can do whatever you want. I'm still going to the podcast with you, and I'm going to enjoy talking about those things with you. So it's not like I'm judging you in any way, okay? But as far as the existential purpose of drive chains and hive mind more to what piqued my interest than I thought it was more interesting. That's the biggest tragedy you can do in your life. So the biggest tragedy I can do in my life. I don't, what if I jumped off this balcony to my death 10 seconds from now? Okay. You mean, um, I'm trying to say like, that as far as the, if the, if, you know how Pino, how Geppetto, uh, Pinocchio gets born and whatever. I do imagine like right now, hive mind, or this kind of you're gonna I, you're, I know you're gonna pick uh, on a specific. I'm a real I'm a real protocol. <laughs> I'm a real protocol. <laughs> anyway, wait. If they would come back right there, now, we had we have biblical and nursery rhyme references. 
if that's what you wanted out of a podcast. Pinocchio is a very strong, very, very yeah. strong and archetypical and so much and so uh, dense. Really? You don't think so? I honestly, I you may be right. I never really given it that much thought. Dude, why are you talking about like 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 the the Pinocchio, what he represents to Geppetto, the father figure, how he does this thing, how he goes in the world, how he gets in all the tra- anyway. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that if, archetypal. I don't of what like the father figure that does the father figure and, and how he the relationship with, and then the other archetypal yeah, uh, 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 characters. That, that come there. There's the guy who teaches him to smoke. Anyway, that's not a point. Um, okay. the, the friends, the betrayal, the, the, the ways you do in life. Anyway, that's not okay, a point. The point is, the point is that if Drive Chain could talk or whatever, he would think <laughs> that that you that would be the you would need to uh, that if that would be your child, you would need to nurture See. it. And the way you would nurture it, you would have to take out the hardness, the hardship of being a founder, and even the CEO, and take these responsibilities. So your child could grow because of what you do when you have a kid also. Like the kid comes in, he's a baby, and I was like, shit, I need to earn money for this kid. Shit, I need to do these things. Shit, I need to do things I didn't like to do anymore. Shit, I need to change my morals. Shit, I need to do this. Shit, this kid needs to survive until it does. So that's why I feel it's, it's, it's an ex- If you see it, that's how I would see it because it is your create. You did use the word when you talk with me. I invented um, you said at some point, I think you were faint actually to buy merch mining, but you, I think you do feel you are in a, in a creator's position towards your projects and whatever. And everyone yes, is, but right? you know, ideas, you know, they exist in an infinite canvas of possibility and right. they are also not sentient humans with feelings. So we don't need to care very much if they, if they never are born, there's not as much you tragedy. Know what? But I'm working on drive. I work on drive channel all the time. I, 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 I'm not saying well, you're not. You, you know. I'm not accusing you or not, by the way. I was just trying to say, like, yeah, uh, I have the method. The hardship of a founder. Yeah. And, and you know what? I, I, I mean, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I really, I, if we would be in the same city, I would really want to do mushrooms with you and talk about this thing. I would really, really, I want to do a lot because it probably gets. You have crazy. to go to one of the three cities in America where it is decriminalized. Anyway, I think you should, like, whatever you take revisit this thought and i think the drive chain will talk to you i swear to god i think it will if you ever do it but okay uh, great yeah <laughs> but yeah but in the critic i mean you have to do them you have to, you know during the sunlight so i don't know when you have to do it i don't know maybe i'm just crazy about this thing and i'll i'll have to i have to admit something this is how i think things should be done in the world and I, there's a lot of projection on on things here right and from my side so I, I have to admit that, right? That's how I think anything could be solved. And it's build a company towards something and that da 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 and take this. Yeah, crazy like, thing. that's so, kind of weird. That's weird, don't you think? Why is it weird about it? That's the ultimate thing you could do. The ultimate thing you could do, build a company? I don't know. Like, I think so, yeah. I think that's what about the, the founder? What about the founder? Would the founder of Buddhism have said that? I mean, I think there are a lot of things you can do. You look First man on the moon. Come on. Like, there are other things you're you could right. do. What about, what about Jimi Hendrix? You're right, Paul. Where's this company? Oh, gotcha there. Oh, <laughs> with the twisting of the knife. <laughs> You're right. Oh, Jimi Hendrix counterexample. You're very right about that. Crushed. You've just been crushed. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> you enjoyed this so much. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Anyway, listen, listen. You're right. You don't have to build a business for everything. But the things we specially talk about and we find interest in, 
and the context of the current world we live in right now. And the fact that Bitcoin is this native way of pricing things in, which is clearly connected to, 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 to energy, the energy of the world. And I mean that because it's always priced in, in a thermodynamic um, context, right? It really feels like a lot of things you're going to do right now they have to be done through the prism of bids. Look, if you want to start a band, if you want to start your piano, I don't know, maybe it doesn't. But I would even argue even, even starting a band right now needs to be done like a business, if you ask me. Because Jimi Hendrix was a business. Yeah, but aren't you just folding everything into business now? Anything is good. Oh, yeah, when he but I th I think so. painted that painting, he painted it. Yeah, but like you know why? Starting a business. Yeah, and, and uh, you know why I think that's true? I know, but now and isn't it going to lose its meaning? No, when you just no, it's not. Everything? No, it's not because the main thing about Bitcoin was that it prices things in. That's the whole thing. Now we have this great thing to price in every aspect of reality. No, that's not the fundamental part. It happened to have a fee market that you would pay in BTC, but that is not really the most important thing about it. What's that the most important one... thing about it that you care about it? Well, I don't really rank them like that, but. Um... Let me see. Uh, First thing that pops in your mind. The most important thing about Bitcoin was slowly distributing it every 10 minutes in an completely impersonal way. That made it its own thing and it wasn't just Satoshi's wacko project and he could make all of his friends rich it was an it gave it an objective existence but again i don't like have a bunch of reasons like ranked from one to okay there are a lot of things that make it important well, I, but that's I, the thing that pops into my head i think you're being the craziest i think your observation was is really interesting and it does it play out so importantly that we got to the point where this is so great because right? otherwise people would learn about it like four years later yeah. and they would think I can't, but when it's slowly being released, then everyone can say, this was fair. You're right. And that was an innovation, an architectural innovation, yeah. if you may. And I think you're very right to point out one. That's one I would rank very high also. But my point was that I wasn't trying to say like from that point of view. My point was that what purpose does BTC, regardless of the intention of the creator or whatever, what purpose does it serve in human life, human existence? And I think you with your hive mind project would say that it's, it, it's a good tool to price things in because there's no censorship resistance. Sorry, because there is well, censorship. Yeah, the, the many frictions are removed. Normal yes. friction. There would be all these things, transaction costs, taxes, whatever. There would be all this stuff yes. So do you, way. I know for a fact but that you... BTC, there isn't any. That's just... What you see is what you get. And I know for a fact that you also agree that markets can solve a lot of problems. You picked a specific one with a hive mind one and, uh, yes. and whatever. But I have a specific favorite example. But you know that. But yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go on with it if you want. Well, I was saying I have this favorite examples of like the elections, the CEO yeah. type thing of being that really important situation where you would want to get information from markets. So that is, uh, those are examples that I like. Yeah, so those are some prediction markets. Well, I think that, that if Bitcoin is going to grow in the next 50 years, 100 years, I think that, I think something that is going to happen is just so obvious it's going to happen. And I think the context is going to get um, extended even more to other areas of things and weird abstractions and other market dynamics and markets of this, interacting with markets of this, yada, yada. So then it only makes sense that everything is going to get priced in in BTC. 
because it's just a better way of doing it. So then everything will have an economic incentive and everything will be like a business and everything will be based on some incentivization of some sort. So that's why the, uh, the people who are going to play music, they're going to get priced in BTC somehow. Everyone in the world is going to get priced in BTC, right? And that's why I think it makes a lot of sense that you can't, if you want to be an artist, like if we start a band right now, let's say we start a band. It has to have some economic incentive. To some degree, I don't know what we're going to do with this podcast, but this podcast, if it becomes somehow big, which you said you don't want to, it will, it will just, it will have some form of that because it will get priced in BTC somehow, right? So that's why I do think everything becomes a business. The, the, everything was always a business. Every type of, from the first time a person exchanged a stick for a blowjob or whatever the fuck they did in the old days, right? <laughs> That was a business nature. It was a business of one okay, person. Okay, blah, blah, blah. You're going to make everything into a business now. I'm not going to make everything into a Things are currently It's not a business. Uh, friendship is not a business. Even though if you want, you can okay. extend that context also like, well, there's a, uh, people give their time or whatever. But it's not. There's some not business type incentives. Right? Playing guitar by yourself is not a business. Right? Meditation by yourself is not a business. Meditation with other people is not a business. Yeah. So I don't think mushroom, mushrooms by yourself. Yes, I don't think not a business. I don't think everything is a business like it. But I think a lot <laughs> of human interaction, a big part of it, that has to. I agree with you that it's it's business is a very authentic thing because both people are selfish and focused. So that is a very authentic kind of. It's weird because a lot of people would say the reverse. A lot of people would say that business is cutthroat and people are lying and that they should instead be friends. A lot of people would say that, you know what I mean, right? Like the communists would say that. But you know why they say that? They don't know anything about communism. <laughs> no, it's because all the businesses, they worked on this weird money and the incentives and they could lobby certain groups and they could influence certain laws and whatever, right? Like cigarette companies and whatever. But if everything would be into Bitcoin and would get priced in, you couldn't do this anymore. The problem, here's the thing, the greed isn't the problem. The problem is greed, yeah. you can have honest <laughs> greed. Bitcoin made greed honest. Right. That's No, I don't think Bitcoin is enough for that. But I think maybe, mm. you know, Bitcoin plus hive mind plus like four or five other things. Yeah, but, but, but when I see this, I told you, you, you see, that's why you're an asshole sometimes. When, you, when, you, <laughs> when I wanted to say how this cosmic narrative an extension of Bitcoin and why HiveMind was interesting. That's what I was, I consider this also Bitcoin because an extension of it and an iteration towards it. Or maybe it's not gonna be HiveMind because you don't wanna take the, the what's it called? The mm. founder's uh, hardship. So it's probably gonna be some other person which you're gonna hit on like the same way you hit on Blockstream, right on back. Maybe. Oh, I would like it if they would just, if they would just copy the idea exactly as is. I think I could find in my heart to support them. But see, this is the problem. But they're going to inject all their stupid crap into it and ruin it. It's not stupid crap, Paul. You're the stupid uh, one for taking this. <laughs> maybe. Here's the thing. Let's say right now I ask you to design me a... Let's say I ask you to design me a guitar. Right? Let's say this. And you, and, and you, you do it in your 3D Studio Max thing. You do this, da-da-da-da-da. You, you, you do all the mechanics, whatever. And now I'm going to build it because I have the wood. There's going to be some things you don't know about wood. You may know them theoretically. I agree. So that's what's happening. That's what's going to no, happen. No, but that's thing. different than what I'm worried about. Go on. What you worry about, Paul? Um, no, I. certain changes could certainly be improvements and as a result of being more specific and specialization. 
that's fine. I just don't think, I think people will at the level of the design wreck it. Well, so far no one has, people have today have terrible, absolutely unbelievably terrible Oracle stuff to this day. And um, so why don't they just copy what I did, which would be much better. I don't think they understand what you're doing. Yeah, right. So that's what I'm sort of worried about. Then even more of an argument that you need to make sure that's done properly, you know? I don't know. Like, it seems like a mess. It seems like everyone in Bitcoin would hate it anyway at this point. Who cares, man? Everyone hates you anyway. I know. They already do. What do you care about? At, at least at least give them a reason. Well, you know, because you're the, you need to have, like, supporters or something. You know, you need to have, like, some kind of momentum. You're not going to have supporters without a logo. You know that very well. People can, has a little logo. People can. There's a little hexagon with a B. Yeah. That's, there you go. That's just the logo. Like the logo literally is not the logo metaphor. But yeah. Got it. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. We got in this uh, tangent again. And uh, look, whatever. Okay, okay, okay. Everything so. Yeah. I mean, we, we do have some other ones. Out? We do have some other good? ones here, but they're like, no, not really. I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we can sign out now. We don't have a way to do that, though. Yes, we do. What is it? So until next time, fuck all the hookers, do all the drugs, <laughs> be outrageous, sell your coins, and keep slinging dick. Okay, great. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs>